The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. They say football is just a game. Okay, just a game, right. It's just a game that teaches the values of hard work and sacrifice. It's just a game that shows the importance of a team. A game that turns boys into men. A game that brings people together. And it's just a game that on Friday nights from August to December turns Crozier Keystone Stadium into a sea of orange and black. A game that when the lights go on turns the Marple Newtown students section into a loud 12th man known as the jungle. So yeah, for some, football is just a game. But for Marple Newtown football, it's much more. It's a game that makes memories, bonds students, and turn Friday nights into the best night of the school week. So come join us and witness the type of game football is to the Tigers family. This is the 2016 Marple Newtown Tigers on the Tigers Radio Network. Carmen Cristiano will pick it up to 50. He gets a running start. He's going to bounce off one tackler. He's going to make a move. He's down the sidelines. He is going to find his way into the end zone. What a job by Carmen Cristiano. Man, hand off the fouls, cutting it back on the near side. And he is off to the races. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Tigers. There goes the ghost. Doctor's in the shotgun. Trips to the far side. He's going to roll. It's going to be a... It's going to be intercepted by Dino DiCamello. Pistol formation. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff off the left side. Chopping his feet. He finds the corner. He's going to be in for a Tiger touchdown from 20 yards out. On the one-yard line, Paul Eddie under center. He's going to take that quarterback sneak. He's going to drive his legs. Tigers get on the board to go back in this one. It's going to be Paul Eddie shotgun formation. Three wide out spread. Hoff in the backfield. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff going off the far side. He's trying to get away from Santina. And he dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown! Paletti's going to take the snap, and he's going to run to the outside, and he is just going to heave it to the end zone, and Marcus Weathers comes down with it for a Tiger touchdown. Three wide receiver set. McDermott looking down the field. McEwen plays and is intercepted by the Tigers going down the sidelines. And he is going to be tackled at the 43-yard line. Steve, who intercepted that? Did you see? That is number 86, Ryan Schneider. What a... Penalty comes out, going down the sideline, has a touchdown in the corner for Abel Hawk. 
It's going to be a play action as McDermott's looking down the field. It is intercepted. None other than Carmen Christiana. He is having himself a ball game. Doctor's going to roll out. He's going to be pressured. He's going to roll in the pocket. And coming up for his second sack of the season is Noah Turner. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of high school football, heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network, is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Zenith Public Adjusters, Bryn Mawr Glass, Home and Business Adjustment Company, DZO Mechanical, Barnaby's of Havertown, Gillen & Associates Law Firm, Anthony's at Paxson, and the Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line at Crozier Keystone Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePentima, and Jim Alsman. Nine weeks ago, Marple Newtown was preparing for their season opener against Archbishop Carroll. Fast forward to now, the Tigers are at the top of the standings with an 8-1 record. A week ago, the Tigers cruised to a 36-14 victory over hosting Heritage. The squad was clicking on all cylinders. Coach Gicking's team will want to carry that momentum into the playoffs. However, first they must focus their attention towards Central League rival Strathaven in the regular season finale. At the helm for the Panthers is Kevin Clancy and his patented wing tee approach. They managed to capture a 22-14 win over Radner at home. But Strathaven in the playoff hunt, they will be hungry for a victory tonight. Good evening and welcome to Crozier Keystone Stadium located in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania for tonight's matchup between the Strathaven Panthers and your Marble Newtown Tigers. I'm alongside color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Larry O'Connor, and executive producer Jim Olsman. I'm Dave DePascal, and we are live for this regular season finale. Steve, Marple Newtown would like nothing better than send their 14 seniors off with a victory on senior night. Yeah, Dave, a lot on stake tonight for the Tigers with a win tonight. They have a chance to capture the Central League title for the first time since 1977. They'll be able to get a nine-win season for the second consecutive uh, season in a row, which will be tied for the most wins all time in program history. And this senior class with a win tonight will be the all-time winningest senior class with 23 wins. And last but not least, they'll be guaranteed two home playoff wins. And I know we'll get into all that. But a lot is on stake tonight for Marple, as well as Strathaven on the other side, who is still fighting for a playoff spot. Good and great, more. Our man along the sidelines tonight is Larry O'Connor, and he's right next to the Strathaven band that stretches the entire length of the field. Yeah, they are a very large band here. Uh, they go from about goal line to goal line. Uh, it's very loud down here, but uh, it's got the, all the feels of a playoff game here. And uh, it doesn't get more special than senior night for these seniors. Thank you, Larry. It is a little chillier outside, Steve. That's how you know it is playoff time. Yeah, this is uh, it's actually football weather. It's like a first game where we actually had this brisk, cold weather. And we're getting into November. Next week is the start of the PIAA playoffs, but a uh, big crowd is expected tonight for Marple Newtown versus Strathaven. Last season, Marple Newtown blanketed Strathaven 21 to nothing. All time, though, Strathaven has the edge 19 to 15. 
But Marple Newtown is riding a three-game winning streak against Coach Clancy's team. Yeah, I mean, Coach Clancy's team, and you can't say enough about Coach Clancy, has 294 wins coming in tonight, the all-time winningest coach in Delaware County. Uh, he had a streak of 94 consecutive District 1 wins at one point when they had back-to-back state titles, about five or six Central League titles in a row in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, he coached Dan Connor. Yep, who's now at Carroll, who you talked about, mm-hmm. who we opened up to, with this season. So we open up with a Strathaven guy, we end with Strathaven. Exactly. Uh, but Coach Clancy always has a very well-coached team. You see that traditional wing tee offense at Marple Newtown, saw for 10-plus years with Coach Junta here before Coach Gicken got here. But it's always a tough fault battle between Strathaven and Marple Newtown. Strathaven might be 4-5 and five right now, but again, they're fighting for a playoff spot. They're a scrappy team, and they're going to give Marple Newtown all sorts of fits tonight. They will, but all season has been the Air Pale Eddie show for the season. Now he's eclipsed 2,000 yards in the air with 19 passing touchdowns to go along with 7 on the ground. Yeah, he's first in Dalco with 2,000 yards and uh, fifth in all of Pennsylvania. Um, I saw that stat, and I was like, man, that's pretty impressive. Uh, for a small school in southeastern PA, Marple Newtown. And but only a junior. Exactly. Only a junior, but Paoletti, as you say, Air Paoletti, he's been having a great year. And I'll tell you what, he only played one quarter last year in about seven of these nine games. He didn't finish the game. So mm-hmm. to have those stats and not play a full game besides two games, it's pretty impressive. On the other side of the ball, the secondary has been stout. But number eight stands out, the senior, Carmen Christiana, come in with three consecutive games with an interception. Yep, he's, as I like to say, he's a football player. One of my favorite players here at Marple Newtown of all time. I mean, he, he just has a nose for the football. He can play any position, whether it's on offense, defense, in the special teams game. But somehow he's always finding a big play to make. And last week he had a punt return, which was called back. Uh, but he had a big interception last week. And he continues mm-hmm. to be uh, the leader of this defense. On the defensive side, it's Carmen Christian. On the offensive side, it is Cameron Mathis. Can't say enough about Cameron Mathis. Uh, we saw a Mathis-to-Mathis connection last week with his younger brother going in a quarterback for Pele. But Cameron has 35 receptions, 755 yards, and nine touchdowns. One of the leaders in Delaware County, four and Southeastern Bay in both those categories in receiving mm-hmm. yards and receiving touchdowns. He's just a big target, number 16, and he's had a breakout year this season. The big guy, Luke Lazowicki, is not dressed for tonight's game, but his impact in the trenches has been outstanding. Yeah, you can't say enough about big Luke. I mean, from game one when we saw him pancake two guys, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about we never seen him like it. I mean, he is such a force on the offensive line. Has dealt with some injuries this year. They're trying to rest them, see if other guys can step in, which they've been doing a great job, uh, Kevin Hahn, a junior. Uh, but they're trying to save big Luke for a, a playoff run, which will start next week at home. Um, all barring uh, victory tonight, of course. Outside, there's three. There are 11 seniors that Marple Newtown has, and they've made a true impact on this squad. Like you said, possibility of 9-1 tie-in program record. Yeah, I mean, this is a great senior class. Now, tell you the truth, this senior class, as a freshman, didn't win one game. Now they have an opportunity to be the winningest team of a bunch of seniors. What a uh, story. From sophomore year with five wins to last year with nine wins to this year with eight wins and much more ahead of them. Mm-hmm. One more guy I like the spotlight on, and that's number 44, Cooper Moss. He's been all over the field this season. Cooper, 42 tackles, 21 and a half tackles for loss to go along with seven and a half sacks. He's been living in the backfield. He's a center and offensive guard's nightmare. A little quick guy, not big at all, but he gets in there and he causes havoc. 
Cooper Moss has been having a spectacular year, 5'11", 180. And I'll tell you what, I spoke about this in previous games. I'd rather play against uh, a guy that's 250 or more than a little guy like that who's quick off the ball, and I can expect him to continue his, his success tonight. A couple other seniors. I'm just going to go through the list. We have Archambo, Conan, Dan Payne, Racine, Breslin, Long, Rankin. The list goes on and on. And I had an opportunity to uh, interview Dylan Conan, Dan Payne, Jack Racine, and uh, Steve Minor- or Dylan too, excuse me, and Steve Minority. And I just asked them real quick, how do you want your senior, and when you graduate, how do you want to be remembered? What's your legacy? And they said that we were just hard workers, that we left with a winning attitude, and we want the guys below us, the junior, sophomores, freshman class, to continue this winning way. We want to be remembered as that team that really sparked uh, this winning tradition at Marple Newtown. And then, um, actually, you know, we had we have some time to run these clips. Yeah, go so, ahead. yeah, I had the opportunity last night with senior night dinner. Uh, the Fallows family put a spectacular job together. Diane Fallows, uh, mother of Jack. Uh, but they did a senior dinner in the cafeteria. And afterwards, I was able to uh, talk to a few guys. And uh, the first guy I talked to was Luke Lazowicki. And I asked Luke, uh, just talk about the opportunity of winning a Central League. It hasn't been done in 39 years. With a win tonight, it can be done. And I told him, just you know, tell us a little bit about it. Uh, it's a really big opportunity. Not many teams have been in this position. Uh, uh, it's a really big opportunity. Not many teams have been in this position. Uh, we just got to go out there and, you know, take it. And, again, of course, he's not playing tonight, but I know he'll be on the sideline rooting on his team. And I asked Cameron Mathis the same question. I said, uh, it's nice to have an opportunity to do something that the football team hasn't done in 39 years. Uh, it's nice to have an opportunity to do something that the football team hasn't done in 39 years. But most of all, we're just looking forward to winning for ourselves. It doesn't really matter how long it's been. And exactly, again, a great kid, a, a breakout athlete this year, um, and football going to be an all Delco selection, but. Um, He's uh, been the leader of this team, and he said, you know, it might have been 39 years, but we only worry about ourselves right now, and hopefully they can get it done tonight. Referees for tonight's contest. Head referee, Dick Patterson. Umpire, Mike Meehan. Linesman, Dan Hunt. Alongside him is Ed Beebe. Side judge, Mike Renning. And field judge is Mike Uinek. Now we have the referees. Now this tonight is senior night you have a lot of festivities that's going to be going on beforehand the seniors going to come out with all their parents that is one aspect to remember and you have the young guys along the side trying to wave to steve in the booth (laughs) got a fan crew down there yep it's a great atmosphere still filling in down below dave and uh, hopefully it's a big crowd for a hopefully it's a historic night for marple newtown we're going to step aside real quick. Before we'll come back, we're going to have more senior talk and your keys to the game. We'll send it down to Larry. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality, and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall. Springfield, Balsam, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. 
If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. Welcome back to Crozier Keystone Stadium, home of the Marple Newtown Tigers. Our man along the sideline is Larry O'Connor tonight. And Larry, you're not too far removed. You saw senior night, you experienced senior night. What can you expect tonight? Yeah, Dave, if there's any game that, uh, as a young guy, early in the program, sophomore year that you circle, it's your senior night. It's just special. And to go along with that, they have the opportunity to uh, clinch a share of the Central League title. It's just got a, it's a great vibe for the seniors. It's just all the young guys on the team go out and play for the seniors. Everybody know, knows what needs to be done. And it's just a different feel down here. Now, Larry, before I send it back up, what is one aspect that Marple Newtown or Strathaven has to do to win this ballgame? For Marple Newtown defensively, this Strathaven team is a team with the Rui T offense. They love to run the ball. So the pressure's going to be on this front seven. The linebackers have to read the guards. They love to pull. The defensive linemen have to stay in their lanes. It's going to be a uh, – the game is going to be one in the trenches, I'll say, and it's going to be a tough one tonight. I couldn't agree more. I circled the idea of assignment football. It's almost the same concept that Marple Newtown did against Ridley earlier in the season. Yeah, against a wing T, it's not like the triple option. It's not as confusing, but, again, it's – you know, it's double tight most of the time. You got three backs, two wing backs, a full back, and again, you have to stay home because you know you crash down, you run up field, you'll get beat with those belly sweeps, belly dives, whatever you want to call it. But uh, yeah, it's a very, very disciplined team over there. Again, Coach Clancy's been there for 26 years. He knows how to coach an offense. Absolutely. The Panthers are on the field. They're wearing white uniforms with black trim and their silver helmets. Marble Newtown still waiting to come down the field, but they are all lined up and ready to go down there, Steve. For senior night. Yeah, a lot of seniors. I see the parents all lined up down there. And uh, we can go through some of these seniors. Uh, Steve Mendoardi played his freshman year, coming back as a senior this year. And he, uh, you know, great kid to be around. Great for the, uh, the football team. They rally around him whenever he gets to go in. I'm going to circle Dylan Conan. He's not a name that, like, an Abel Hoff in the secondary, but he has made an impact this season in the secondary. Yeah, he's a good uh, shutdown corner. I mean, he's been doing a very good job. He started last year, and he's really improved this year as a as a cornerback, and he's been doing a great job on the defensive side of the ball. Another name we talked about last time, but I know his brother in Breslin. Mike Breslin's a beast in the trenches. Yeah, Mike Breslin, he's a good kid. Uh you know, again, it's, it's sad for a lot of these guys to, uh, you know, be their – well, it's actually not going to be their last home game because hopefully with a win tonight, they'll get a couple more. Right now, while we're talking about – while you're on the subject of that, our man in South Carolina was busy typing in all the numbers, doing the formulas, and he said right now Marple Newtown is the three seed. We're going to keep an eye. Scores around the league, we're going to try and keep you updated. Springfield is at Haverford. They're currently the number two seed. And Academy Park is playing Chichester there to one. If either of those two teams were to fall, Marple Newtown would leapfrog, assuming that they would win tonight. Correct. Yeah, you got to take care of business tonight. Can't worry about anything else. You control your own destiny in regards to essentially whether you're sharing it or not. So worry about tonight. 
Strathaven and then let whatever else fall into place happened. Marple Newtown takes the field. They are wearing their black uniforms with their orange helmets and white numbers. Real quick, Steve, what is one aspect Marble Newtown has to do tonight in order to win this game? Well, make Strathaven throw. I mean, they're very comfortable running that that ball. You got guys on that team um, like Mazur, um, at Savez, uh, who's, who's a quarterback, uh, Bobo, good running backs back there, wing backs. Uh, but the really key guy you have to key on is um, Hill, number 10. He's a very good running back, great Safety, hard-hitting safety, uh, but on the offensive side, you got to stop them. you got to make them throw because they're comfortable running that ball a lot. Now, one aspect, I know Marple Newtown's going to come out. They're going to throw, Steve. They have three, four wide receivers. you got a quarterback that's tossed for over 2,000 yards. But penalties. Marple Newtown is penalized every game, and it really hasn't bit them too much this season, but they're going into playoffs next week. It looks like you're going to have a home game. You've got to clean up the mistakes coming playoff time. Yeah, with a team with of this caliber, how well they've played all year, you can't hurt yourself with penalties. They've been doing a great job in the turnover. They're winning the turnover battle. Um, not many turnovers, but as far as shooting yourself in the foot, it says penalties you have to clean up, and tonight's a great time to start that, as you said, going into the playoffs next week. Now the seniors are walking down with their parents. They're going to be doing the cheerleaders and the Marple Newtown football team. So this gives us a few minutes to talk about the actual senior. Steve, any clips that you have that we can mention? Yeah, well, I talked. We said uh, some of these seniors are going to become the winningest uh, senior class of all time with 23 wins if they win tonight. So I asked Nick DeCrecchio what he thought about it. Starting from my uh, freshman year when we went defeated, didn't really ever think we'd ever be this good, never think we'd get this many wins, never thought we'd be in the position that we are. Just nice sitting where we are right now and going into playoffs. Uh, so, as I said, winless their, uh, That's amazing. their freshman year. Um, you can credit me. I was one of their coaches. So <laughs> for not Take the get, credit when you yeah, can get exactly, it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, for not getting them a win. But, again, just to see their growth from that year to now is unbelievable. And then I talked to some other kids just to say a little good things about the community, your teammates, the coaching staff, your family. Because, you know, you got to thank your family first and foremost, your parents driving you to practice every single day. I mean, that's what senior night's all about, bonding with your teammates, your community, your coaches, and your family. So we'll start with Dan Payne. I want to thank my family for uh, supporting me throughout all these years. Just like you said, it's all about family. And Coach Kicking has preached family, community, and all these aspects, and you result in eight in one season. Exactly. And he, he, as you said, preaches community, team, family, and this is what this, you talk about them, they really, it really resonated into all these people. Um, I mean, I go out. Outside, people that have no affiliation with Marple Newtown football are asking, you know, Marple football. I mean, it's unbelievable. You go to the Ridley game, you see how many people are there. It's just incredible what Coach Hicking has done. And then another one, I asked uh, Mike Breslin to say something about his teammates. I want to thank my teammates for all the fun memories. Uh, well, what can you say? He thanked his teammates. As one of Your teammates, essentially, Steve, become your family. You're with them all the time. You go to camp. You have preseason. You're there. You train all off season. I guess teammates can be your family too. That's it. I mean, you're with them all year round. Weight room, training camp. Uh, you get sick of them. But uh, also talked about again. I talked about Steve Minority. Only played freshman year. Didn't want to come out again. But Coach Gicking really, uh, you know, really pushed him to come out. I want to thank Coach Gick for making me want to play football this year. 
Simple as that. Yeah, just a simple Som- aspect. Sometimes you say, you know, you don't play for a coach, but these kids love Coach Kick and his enthusiasm, and, you know, it's just great hearing that. Well, now my, my question for you, Steve, is he doesn't play for two years. What does that mean to the team for that senior to come out on the squad, know you're probably not going to get all the playing time, but make a difference in practice and just get these guys ready for those Friday night well, lights? Well, scout team is just as important as coming out to prepare, uh, perform on the field. I mean, your scout team, you have to give the offense or defense a look. And you go against guys all all year long in practice that aren't giving you 100%, you're not going to get better. You're going to come mm-hmm. Friday nights, you're not going to be prepared. So those scout team players are very important. Ask NFL players about the practice squad. Mm-hmm. They're very important players. They're not just bums on the practice squad. Oh. So it, it's, goes, it goes hand in hand like that. Well, I know that firsthand, Stephen. My guy from Westchester being on Pittsburgh's practice squad yep. and Alha Shabazz, he does it all. He does special teams. He does scout offense if he's need to be. These guys, they make a difference for their team every game. And then uh, we talked about Dylan Conan. Um, great kid. Comes from a great family. He had some a few words to say. I want to thank my family and all the community for coming out and showing support every week. Couldn't agree more. The community aspect once again. Yeah, he, he, and when I interviewed him. He talked about that Ron Ridley game. So he looked up and he saw that just place was packed. There was no standing room. It was just an incredible feeling. And, he, you know, he loves his family and the community for supporting them because people could be doing something else on a Friday night, but they're coming here to support this team because they're excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Tui. Came over from another school, his uh, second year here. Thir- uh, yeah, second year here for Marple Newtown. He had a few words to say. I want to thank all the coaches for their hard work and dedication to this team. And he's right on with that. I mean, these coaches, there's about 20 of them, but they That's all true. contribute in a way, and they push these guys to the max. You put too much work into the football to not there's too much time dedicated to football to not put uh, put a lot of hard work into it. Well, every coach has their niche. You see one guy work specifically with the kicking squad, and then you see the next just handles the defensive line. you got Coach Kicking and Coach Giordano working with the quarterbacks. Everyone has their spot on their team and their ability to get better each and every day. Without a doubt. And the last guy is Jack Racine. His brother Matt graduated last year. Comes from a great family, and uh, he had a few words to say. I want to thank the coaches in the community for putting a championship year together. High expectations from from Rankin. Championship t- level. Well, you do have right now you're the three seed. Possibility of two home games. A lot uh, of expectations. Like they call this week championship week. You win tonight. You're essentially champions for the first time in 39 years. And right now you look down and you see a few guys from the 77 team. I think that's Jock Peterson down there who was a quarterback of the 77 team. Um, so I know these guys are excited to come back tonight and hopefully see a Central League title one on this field. Those are your seniors that we are talking about. We're going to step aside as they organize and trying to get the captains ready at midfield. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Kicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, If you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610 
610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back as Marple Newtown's captains alongside Stratham go out to midfield. For the Tigers is the quarterback, Anthony Paoletti. Suited up as well is Cameron Mathis and Carmen Christiana. Will not play tonight is Luke Lazowicki. Out for the Panthers is their quarterback, number eight. Evan Atzavez, he is with his playmaker number 89. He's the big fella, John Hara, to go along with number 61 and 75. Rob the boys and Brian Dozer. Marble Newtown did win the toss. They elect to defer. Strathaven will begin the game out of a Siverdelli kick. Coming up next is the National Anthem. We're going to step aside real quick. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. And that is your Marple Newtown marching band providing the national anthem. Steve, senior night's over. They walk down the field. Now it's time to put the pads on, put those chin straps, and we are ready for these Friday night lights. Time to go. Let's play some football. Marple Newtown won the toss. They elected to defer until the second half. Out to kick this one away for the Tigers is Siverdelli. For Strathaven, number three, Thomas Foster. He is alongside Hunter Mazer. Mazer is a senior. Foster is a junior for the Panthers. And this regular season finale is underway. That is a booming kick. It's going to be returnable from the four-yard line by Mazer, and he's going to be bottled up in and around the 26-yard line. Strathaven and their starting quarterback, Evan Atsavez, will take over, and Atsavez hasn't never played football before last year when he had to go in the first game 
um, for injured quarterback, and from there on, he's been the starting quarterback and done a great job for Strathaven. At Sava, six foot one, one eighty, senior for the Panthers. They come out wing T offense. They're going to have three backs. It's going to be a pitch to the outside of the hill. He's going to try and get the corner. In on the play is Cooper Moss, who's going to wrestle him down at the 30. Cooper Moss, good job there. Marbury Town's edge defense is going to be tested tonight with those tosses, sweeps, belly sweeps, whatnot, whatever the wing T offense throws at you. So they have to, as you said, one of your keys, Dave, was to play disciplined football, Simon football. Five yards for Hill, second down and five from the 31 are the Panthers. It's going to be a handoff up the gut. Primal will wrestle his way. Good job by by Tobin to bring him down. I believe there's Newland on the carry up the gut. Yeah, and he's right on the mark. They're going to move the sticks for a Panther first down after two plays. So this offense can move the ball. They're big up front. Marlboro Town's defense has to stay disciplined and do a good job to get in the backfield. Two carries go for 10 yards early on in this one. First down and 10 for the from the 41 for Strathaven. Ostevez under center. Harrod goes in motion to the right side. It's going to be a handoff to Hill off the far side. He finds a crease, and he's going to take a few Tigers for a ride. He's going to be down at the 41-yard line. Three carries. They're going for about five yards a pop. Yeah, you'll take that in this wing tee off and very methodical. But all you need is about four or five yards a play. And Hill does a good job there lowering his shoulder and picking up six yards on first down for Strathaven. Pack on additional yards, second down and four from the 41. Ostevest, it's going to be a hand off the Nolan up the gut. He's got the first down and more. He's going to break it free. He's only got Mathis to beat. It's going to be a chase down the sideline, and he is going to be in. No hand up. And they do. They give him a touchdown. Panther strike first. And early touchdown there by Strathaven. That'll wake up Marlboro Newtown if they weren't awake yet. I know they don't take teams lightly, but regardless of a record of four and five, Strathaven is coming ready to play. And right there, they strike first. Six nothing pending the extra point. Nolan, 58 yards out, gives Strathaven the lead. 10-16 on the clock. In the kick, the extra point is Emmett Young for the Panthers. Aceves with the hold. The kick is up. The kick is good. Panthers strike first. 7 nothing on top. 10-16 remaining here in the first quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Four plays for Strathaven that finds the answer. 58 yards by Nolan puts Strathaven on top early. Four plays in, Steve. Marple Newtown needs to wake up. 
Yeah, and they also got a roughing the kicker penalty, so Strathaven will kick from the Marple Newtown 45-yard line. So we'll see if they decide to boot this out of the end zone or... Would you like to go for an onside kick, Steve? You're so close in. Why not? Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad idea right there, Dave. Eh, I'm not a coach. I play a lot of Madden. <laughs> 80 to kick off for Strathaven. Back to return for the Tigers is Carmen Christiana alongside number five, Marlon Weathers. Young booted. It's a high kick. It's going to be returnable for Carmen Christiana from the four-yard line. He's going to bring it on the near side and then go into the middle and stay on his feet, and he's going to be dragged around to the 19-yard line. So it's going to be a 15-yard return for the senior. We'll see how Marlboro Newtown responds. This is only... The fourth time all season that they have trailed. Tigers come out with Paoletti. 10-07 to begin this drive. And this is a defense that has only allowed just under five points a game. And already just like that, 7-0 in the hole. We'll see what Paoletti can do here. First down and 10. Paoletti, pistol formation, four wide receivers. The lone back is Weathers. He looks to his right. It's going to be a curl route. And it's going to be reeled in by Cameron Mathis down at the 25-yard line. Good pickup of about six yards there on first down. Pitch and catch from Paoletti to his leading receiver, Cameron Mathis. Jamai Springfield was in on the play for the tackle. Gain of six sets up second down and four for the Tigers. Tigers come out, same formation. Pistol, four wide receivers. Dolgarian in the slot. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers up the gut. He's going to dance around and be down at the 30. Yeah, that's going to be enough for a first down inside dive play there to Marlon Weathers. And that moves a stick. So good job on back-to-back plays there by Mark Newtown to pick up their first first down of the ball game. Ball moves to the 31. Good job by Weathers to keep chopping his feet. Paoletti, same formation, four wide receivers. He looks to his left this time, and he's going to roll that way. He's going to look for a streaking Carmen Christiana, who's able to reel it in at the 38-yard line. <laughs> what an outstanding grab there by none other than Carmen Christiana. That was great coverage there by number three. Thomas Foster, who had a pick six last year to open up the game against Radner, made a great play on the ball there, but Cameron Math, Carmen Christiani, excuse me, only 5'9", 170, is able to go up there, catch the ball at the highest point, and haul it in for a huge pickup for the Tigers' offense. Paoletti, 31-yard strike to Carmen Christiani. Looked like he was going up the sidelines. First down and 10, 8.40 here in the first quarter. Dolgarian goes in motion to make a trips. He's going to look that way. He's going to fake the, the swing pass and just pull it down himself. It looked like the play was already bottled up. Yeah, good decision not to throw it there. I'm not sure if it was a designed QB draw or they're trying to get the swing out to Weathers, but it looked like it was uh, covered pretty well there. And Paley did a good job of just tucking it in and uh, picking up about a yard there. Bring up second down and nine. Paoletti now on the season, 51 rushes, 205 yards to go along with seven touchdowns. He can run it as well. Second down and nine. Tui runs on the field to make it trips. 
It's going to be a read option. It's going to go Weathers on the outside. He's going to lead two tacklers and keep driving down to the 30. What an outstanding run there. It looked like he was going to be tackled for about a two-yard gain, but keeps churning those legs and picks up yardage right about the 30-yard line. So they're going to be about two yards short of the first down. Check into the game is Dolgarian. Out comes Philman. Seven-yard carry for the sophomore makes it third down and two. Up back is Dolgarian as Paoletti sits in the pistol. Man jumps, and that's going to be encroachment, correct, Larry? Yeah, linebacker came across the uh, line of scrimmage on the blitz there before a snap, so it would be a free five yards and a first down. Thank you, Larry. Larry is our man along the sidelines this evening. That's a good job by Paoletti and that offense. Not to jump Paoletti with that hard count there. Draws you offside in high school football. All you have to do is cross that line, and that's a neutral zone infraction automatically. Now, see, this isn't like the NFL where he snaps and gets a free play like Aaron Rodgers does. No, they'll blow that down. It's also in the NFL. If you're across the line but you get back in time before the ball snapped, you don't, you don't get called. But in high school football, if you jump across the line they'll throw that right away first down and 10 for the tigers from the 25 seven minutes to go here in the first quarter pistol formation for paoletti it's going to be a fake to weathers he's going to roll to his right he's going to be almost taken down he gets out of it and he's it to the end zone for carmen christiana who comes down with it carmen christiana touchdown 25 yards out what an outstanding play there i mean not doing much justice. I was describing it right now on the air, but Paoletti looked like he was going to get dragged down. A little fake power there. Looked like it was a power pass. Paoletti gets dragged down but keeps his feet and launches one in the back of the end zone. Again, number three of Strathaven, Thomas Foster in great position, but the little guy, 5'9", Carmen Christiana goes up and pulls it, rips it right out of his hands for a Tiger touchdown. Christiana's fourth touchdown of the season. Makes this game 7-6, pending a film and extra point. The kick is up. The kick is good. We are gridlocked at 7 with 6.44 here in the first quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610 565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. Welcome back. Carmen Christiana from 25 yards out. Tides this ball game at 7. Siverdelli in the kick it away for the Tigers. Back to return for the Panthers is Foster and Mazer. It is a high booming kick. It's going to be returnable from the 2-yard line for Mazer. And he's going to bounce it to the outside. Good job by the tires on the outside. That is Alden Mathis making the play. Yeah, Mathis and the punter, Riley Thelman, come down and make a nice play there on the return man for Strathaven. And just like that, the ball game is tied 7-7 after about a five-play drive by Strathaven, just running the ball. Marlboro Newtown throws the ball down the field, and they can score very quickly. And that was an outstanding, outstanding play by Paoletti to uh, Carmen Christiana. You have to know, Coach Harry Gicking cannot be happy with that first drive. We'll see what he's got 
in store for the Panthers. First down and 10 from the 19. It's going to be sweep to the outside for Mazer. He's trying to get the corner. Tackling him down at the 20 is Cameron Mathis. That's Cameron Mathis doing it on both sides of the ball. Leading receiver for the Tigers. And doing a great job on defense this season at the cornerback position. Comes up, sets the edge, and makes a nice tackle there on Mazer. Mazer gains one on the carry. Second down and nine for Strathaven. This is a Marple team that has outscored opponents 196-26 to in the first half. Atzavez under center. Wing T style approach. He's going to drop back the pass. He's going to look to his right. And it is too tall, intended for number three, Thomas Foster. And that's why I say make this team throw the ball, get him in long situations. This time it was second and nine. So they tried to throw it there. Um, but if you get him in third long situation, they're going to have to throw the ball. And it's not, not that Atzavez isn't a good thrower, but when you don't throw it that many times a game, when you're a running team running 80% of the time, you're not going to be on point every time you throw the ball. Right. Third down and nine from the 20. Atzavez under center. It's going to be a handoff up the gut. Eluding tacklers is number 25, Hunter Mazer. But he's going to be short of the first down as he got his way down to the 24. A late penalty marker is thrown. Larry, that was after the play. Yeah, it looks like uh, either a per- it's going to be a personal to the play. It looks like it's going to be against Marple Newtown. Unsportsmanlike conduct against Marple Newtown. A free 15 yards and a big penalty. That's going to be an automatic first down. And we talked about penalties before this game, Dave, and can't have it. Haven about to punt this ball away to Marple with all the momentum, and now you give them free 15 yards and got to keep this defense on the field. Not smart. Can't be happy if you're coach kicking. So if the penalty happened at the 24 to 15 yards, should bump it down to the 35. Now they're going to mark it all the way back to the 40. What a big penalty on third down. First down and 10 after the unsportsmanlike conduct continues this drive. Yep, 15 yards on the penalty there. 537, 536, 535. It's a hand up to Nolan, up to and He's got some running room. He's going to be down at the 47. They are running at will. Sometimes all you need is a penalty to get this offense going. You continue to drive there after a great three and out you forced. But if you're Marvin Newtown, you got to put it behind you and stop him again here. But a good pickup on first down of eight yards. They move the ball forward to make it the 48-yard line. Second down and two from their own 48. Harrod, a 6-9 tight end, lines up on the near side. Main goes in motion for Atzavez, who's under center. Tigers apply pressure. It's going to be a handoff to the outside. Cooper Moss comes up for another tackle for loss. Cooper Moss with his 22nd and a half tackle for a loss this season. Leads the team by far. And he just breaks through that defensive line and meets the running back Hill in the backfield for a huge loss of five yards. Loss of five on the handoff creates third down and seven. A shade under 4.30 to go here in the first quarter, tied at seven. Atzavez under center. Hill goes in motion to the far side. He's going to look to pass. Tobin is able to apply the pressure, comes up, knocks the ball out of his hands, but it looked like he was hell going around the corner. Sometimes it baffles me how referees don't see these penalties. 
as a defensive lineman, defensive end like Tobin is, I mean, he was, uh, that man should be thrown in jail, that, that offensive lineman, the way he was held. Nonetheless, incomplete pass. Doesn't hurt Marble Newtown, and they're going to punt it away. Looks like Math, uh, Bulgarian, and Christiana are back to return for Marple. Number 32 to punt this way. That's the one. He's the one that had the 58-yard burner. They get Strathaven on the, bur- the board early. Tobin gets a great jump, almost blocks it. Fair catch signal by Carmen Christiana. They're going to mark the ball down at the 26-yard line. So Paoletti will come out for a second drive with 4.05 on the clock. Yeah, Marple Newtown, great job there after that shaky defensive performance on the opening drive that led up a huge 60-plus yard touchdown by Strathaven. Marple Newtown responds with a touchdown, then forces Strathaven to punt. We'll see if Marple Newtown's offense can drive down the field here and take a lead here in the first quarter, Dave. Last drive ended with a 25-yard pass to Carmen Christiana. First down and 10 from the 27. Man jumps, and that's going to be encroachment, I believe, Larry, on Hara. Yeah, two players came across the line of scrimmage again. Another good use of the hard count by Paoletti to uh, get another free, free five yards. It's not like Omaha, Steve, but Paoletti's utilizing it. Yeah, that hard count, making guys jump off sides. And there's one big man on that defensive line for Strathaven, John Hara. He is 6'9", Dave. Mm-hmm. He's their starting uh, tight end as well. Yeah, he's a basketball player that Coach Clancy uh, recruited, and uh, he's a force on defense. First down and five from the 32. Philman goes in motion, making trips on the near side. It's going to hand off the weathers up the gut. He has some running room. He plows over one defender. Is down at the 44. He got a running start. What a job by the sophomore to gain 12. Nice run up the gut there behind his center, Mike Shelley. And the guards, Mike Miller and number 52, James Diamond, the sophomore. They create a nice push, and Weathers does the rest for a Tiger first down at their own 44-yard line. Tigers driving. First down and 10 from the 44. Trips formation to the near side. It's going to go right back to Weathers. He's going to cut up the field. He's going to be met the line scrimmage. He gets past them into Strathaven territory down at the 48. I'm not sure if we keep this stat, but yards after contact, Marlon Weathers has a ton of them this year. And every time he's hit initially, he keeps on turning those legs, and he picks up an extra five yards there for an eight-yard gain on first down. Great job. Scores from around the league, Academy Park, eight. Chichester, nothing. Springfield is trailing at the end of the first quarter. Haverford, seven. Springfield, three. Weathers carry goes for eight, second down and two. Three minutes to go here in the third quarter. Trips formation to the far side for Paoletti. Play is blown dead. Larry? Looks like uh, it's before the snap, so it's either a uh, illegal motion or a false start is what it's looking like. Yeah, delay game. The, the back judge once usually when the back judge judge throws that, it's usually a delay of game, and I, yeah, I guess Marvin took a little bit of time there, and uh, you don't see many delay of game penalties in the high school level, but right there you got that, and that pushes Marvin Newtown back to a second and seven. Ball is at their own forty-seven now. Paletti pistol formation trips to the far side. 
Quick snap. It's going to be a toss. It's going to be a lateral to Dashdell Garing. He's got some running room. He's going to be tripped up at the 50. Continues to plow his way down to the first down marker. Let's see if they give it to him. Uh, he's right on that marker. I think he has enough. What great, great effort there by Dashdell Garing on that swing pass outside towards a Panther sideline, and he fights his way. And he's right there. They're gonna. It looks like they're gonna measure. Yeah, they're gonna give him a first down. So they give him the 46-yard line. That was all Dash Dolgarian. He had one-on-one on the outside, Steve. Was able to go through that defender and then two others. Now, Dave, um, I haven't gotten a Halloween costume yet, and I see the Tiger down there. How much do you think i got to give him tonight to get that costume for tomorrow night's party? Eh, five bucks. All right. <laughs> I don't know. You might have to fight Coach Kicking for it for Tiger Pride. Paletti, handoff. The weather's up the gut. He's got nowhere to go, but continues to churn his feet. And he's going to be down at the 43-yard line. So good job by him to make something out of nothing. Marlboro Town taking their time, moving down very methodically. They continue to move this ball into Strathaven territory at the 43-yard line. Check into the game. Number 21, Jack Fellows. Out goes Carmen Christiana. Just under two minutes to go here in the first quarter. Tied 7-7. Coach Gicking utilizing the running game a lot tonight with the sophomore Weathers. Trips formation to the near side. Paletti, pistol. Second down and seven. Goes right back to Weathers on the near side. He makes one move, and he's just going to elude another fender. And he is going to be down near the marker, Steve. It's going to be at the 36. Larry, does he have it? Looks like they're calling for a measurement here. They've, uh, they've blown the play dead. So now, uh, first down, they call first down. Thank you, Larry. As a couple of the officials had to decide, well, the nose of the ball looks like it just got past it. They're going to mark it down at the 36. This has been all weather drives this entire second drive, Steve. Yep, he has been carrying the load for this offense. First down and 10 from the 36. Paletti, pistol, looks to his left. He's going to throw it, and... Are they going to call the interception? Yeah, Pete. That's going to be an interception there by Foster. And that was just a miscommunication. That ball was thrown right to him. That was his easiest interception of his career. I'm not sure if Paoletti thought the receiver was going to run a different route there. but that That's is the first a, time we've seen that all season. Yeah, we haven't seen miscommunication at all. And that is a credit to the timing Paoletti has with his receivers there. But uh, we'll see if that comes back to haunt them. It's his sixth interception of the season. Panthers take over 105 in the first quarter. Ball is spotted at the 22-yard line. Goes to Newland up the gut, and he is able to elude several tacklers. They're getting a good push up front. They're going to mark him down at the 30. This defense has to respond here and try to hold Strathaven from this pretty tough running attack that they have shown thus far in this game. Clock continues to wind as the ball's down at the 31. 40 seconds remain here in the first quarter. Astavez, it's going to be a handoff to Newland up the gut, and he is bottled up at the line of scrimmage. Great job there by that front seven of Marple Newtown. They're actually going to give him a loss of one down at the 30. Looked like Tobin, Rankin, and others were in on the tackle there for the Tigers. Big third down here for the Strathaven Panthers. We'll see if they can get it off before the end of the first quarter. They have 10 seconds remaining. We'll see what the Panthers elect. 
He's looking at the scoreboard. Five, four. He's going to snap it. It's going to go to hell around the outside, and Marble Newtown bottles him up. They're going to give him a one yard. It's going to be fourth down and one. We'll see how it goes, and Coach Clancy decides to utilize that going into the second quarter. Heading into the second quarter, we're tied at seven. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. Welcome back to Crozier Keystone Stadium for the second quarter. Panthers struck first, 58 yards for Nolan. Tigers responded with a 25-yard strike. Paoletti to, Ma- to Carmen Christiana. But now it's fourth down and one in their own territory, and they're going to go for it. Both at the 31. It's going to new Olin up the gut. He's got the first down and more. Gutsy call by Coach Clancy. They get it. Ball's at the 37. Give them six. Yeah, and you don't get it there. You give Marbury Town a short field, but I guess he figures, you know, we got a freebie there on that interception that was thrown right to us. And we're fighting for a playoff spot. Fourth and inches. Your offensive line has got to want it more, and that's what they did right there. They push forward, and the Panthers get a big first down here. Marble Newtown just looks flat this evening. First down and 10 for the Panthers at the 37-yard line. It's going to be a play action. He's looking. He's going to throw it deep down the field. Carmen Christiana nearly had his fourth consecutive game with the interception in and out of his hands. And that was, as you said, almost an interception. I couldn't see if Cameron Matheson and him kind of went for the ball together, and that's why it fell incomplete. But nonetheless... Good break on the ball there. Looked like Atsavez had his man, but a great coverage by the Tiger defense. Bring up second down and 10. It was intended for number 18, Jalen Smith, 6'2", wide receiver on the outside. Incomplete pass makes it second down and 10. Clock hold at 11.30. It's going to be a counter to number 25, who is bottled up, and another tackle for loss. It was intended handoff to Hunter Mazer. The play never got formed. Cooper Moss and others. Mike Miller also in on the tackle there for the Tigers. A big loss. Third down and long. We'll see if Coach Clancy gives his quarterback to go to maybe throw this one. Loss of four on the play. Ball is spotted at the 34. Aceves under center. He's going to look to his right. He's going to go deep down the field. Intended for number 18 once again. They tangled up with a Marple Newtown defender. Number 
15 was in on the coverage. Conan, no flag thrown, fourth down coming up. Yeah, great no call. Conan had him hip to hip. Great job by the senior defensive back, Dylan Conan. Just a little incidental contact. Feet were tangled up by the defender and the receiver, and that's going to fall incomplete. Fourth and 14. Strathaven was going to have to punt for the second consecutive drive back to Marple Newtown. Newland back to punt this one away. Christiana alongside Dolgarian standing at the 30. Nearly blocked by the Tigers. Christiana is going to let this bounce. It's going to take a Marple hop, and they're going to mark it down at the 41. Paoletti comes out for the third drive of the evening with 10.35 in the second quarter. Kyle Tobin almost nearly blocked that one, as you said, Dave. But uh, He did block one last week. Yes, he did. And that's going to give Marble Newtown the ball at, the, at their own 41-yard line. We'll see what they can do here. 10.35 to go. Central League title is on the line tonight, Dave. Tied ball game. Crowd comes alive at Crozier Keystone Stadium. Two backs for Paoletti. He's now under center. First down and ten. Play action. He's rolling to his right. He's going to throw a strike, and it is reeled in in Strathaven territory by number 16, Cameron Mathis. I've seen some NFL catches tonight. I mean, that ball was thrown a tad behind him on that out route by Cameron Mathis, and he just snags it, and... I'm not sure why they didn't give him a first down on forward progress, but interesting call. It looked like he was hit beyond the sticks, but it's going to be second down and one. I guess on the comeback route, he didn't give him the forward progress. Nevertheless, second down and one at midfield. Paletti under center. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers, who's going to be hit in the backfield. No gain on the play. Well, now they're going to move him back one. It's going to be a loss of one. Yeah, it looked like... So now that spot that wasn't a first down really comes back to bite Marple Newtown. Yeah, Ryan, or I'm sorry, number 89, John Hara. The 6'9 guy. Yep, 6'9, 232. Defensive end comes in and makes a nice tackle backside. And third down and two. This is a big play for Marple Newtown. We'll see what they do here if Coach Chicken decides to go for fourth down if needed. Tied at sevens. Paoletti's in the pistol. Third down and two. It's going to be a read option. It goes to Weathers. He's going to hit the line of scrimmage, and he has the first down. It continues to drive the pile. They're going to give him forward progress. Ball spotted at the 45-yard line of Strathaven. He is a nightmare to bring down Marlon Weathers, but they bring Dash Dolgari, number 12, up at the halfback position. That same formation they ran against Haverford that gave him much success in the second half. And they go to that on short yardage, and they pick up a first down. Marple Newtown is across midfield now. Ethan Belleville in on the play for Strathaven. They move the ball back to the 46. First down and 10 for the Tigers. Paoletti, pistol formation. He's going to roll to his left, and he's going to throw a strike that is hit. Good job by number 55 to break up the play for the Panthers. That is Ryan Morris, and that was in 10 for Cameron Mathis. Yeah, it looked like that ball was just tipped in the air. And that was almost intercepted once again by Thomas Foster. He's been all over the field tonight in the defensive backfield, but he falls down and is not able to get it on the deflection. Luckily for Marble Newtown, it's going to be second down and 10. Springfield just got another touchdown, so that's their first touchdown to take a 10-7 lead with five minutes to go in the second quarter against Haverford. Clocks hold it at 8.47 here in Grosjean Keystone Stadium, second down and 10. 
Handoff goes to Weathers. He is met in the backfield. He stiff arms the 6'9 guy, and then is going to be thrown back. Let's see where they mark the ball. I don't know where they're going to mark this. And he got I mean, no forward progress on that one, and he continues to go back. I mean, how is that not forward progress? I mean, he was hit at the 50, and so regardless, it's going to be third down and going to be a loss of three technically on the play. Ball spotted at the 46. So it's going to be third and 18 for Paoletti. But Marple Newtown's proven they can get the first down on these long. And they don't need it all here. Trip formation to the far side. Paoletti. It's going to be a hammer screen. He's going to step up in the pocket and he's going to take off. There's a flag down in the backfield. There's two different holds that Paoletti's going to be tripped up at the 50. We're going to have to See what all the laundry on the field's all about, Larry. Yeah, first flag's thrown in the backfield. That's going to be an offensive holding. Uh, there's another flag down across the field. It looks like they're both in the backfield. It looks like the same call. Both routes throw the flag. Now, Steve, if you're Coach Clancy, do you back them up or you just say, hey, it's fourth down? Uh, it's, uh, it's fourth and long. you got to decline this. And Marbury's uh, going to punt this way. It'll, it'll be fourth and 15 if you if you decline it. I don't see Marbury Town going for it on their own side of the field. It is indeed holding against Marple Newtown. Head referee is Dick Patterson. Marple Newtown has brought their punting unit out onto the field. Holding against Marple Newtown is declined. Philman's in the punt this one away. Yeah, so both flags, both pieces of laundry were a hold. And a good call by Coach Clancy to decline that. Back to return for the Panthers is Foster and Sean Daly. Alva Philman punt. Timeout Strathaven on the field. We are tied at 7 with 7.49 to go in the second quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When fire, water, or wind damages your building, call Home and Business Adjustment Company, where it's easy to find good help. Get good money for good loss. Home and Business Adjustment Company, 610-356-1344. Good help is a phone call away. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Balsam, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Welcome back. In the punt this one away is Riley Philman for the Tigers. Fourth down and 18. Sean Daly and Foster once again to return for the Panthers. High snap. Philman's able to get it. It is a high kick. Has distance to see if it takes a Marple Newtown bounce. It does and continues to weeble his way. It looks like it's going to roll down to the third. Past the 30, down to the 20. That ended up being an excellent kick. It wasn't a long one, but that was high. I had a lot of hang time there. That's good for no return, and it takes a little Marple Newtown bounce. So excellent punt there after a little high snap there. And uh, with 7.33 to go, Dave, tied up. We'll see if Strathaven can do anything. 
Ball spotted on the 20. Haven comes out for another drive. Ball on the 20, like I said, once again, 7.33 on the clock. Astavez under center, wing T formation. Tigers look like they're bringing blitz. And it's going to go to Newland, and he is going to be bought up at the line of scrimmage. One-yard gain. Good job there by that front four of Marple Newtown. Tobin was in on the tackle. After that first drive by Strathy, Marple Newtown has settled down defensively. Great. Some good adjustments there by Coach Harry Gicking and his defensive unit. We go just under seven minutes here at Harry Harvey, or excuse me, Crozier Keystone Stadium, formerly Harry Harvey Field. Second down and nine for Strathaven. It's going to be a handoff that goes around the outside. Nolan just tramples over one tackler. He's got the first down. Carmen Christian is going to get the tackle. That's a belly sweep there. It's kind of like an end around, a fake dive end around, but in the wing tee offense, you call that the belly sweep. And that is a lethal play if you run it right in it. Good job there by Strathaven with great execution to pick up a Panther first down. Or no, excuse me. So it's he's going to be a little short. So he was out. I of guess bounds. they marked him out of bounds along the outside. It looked like he already picked it up. The handoff was to number twenty-five, Hunter Mazer, who leveled the boom on the defensive back on the far end. It's going to be third down in inches. For the Panthers coming up, they're going to mark it down at the 29. You need to get to the 30. See if the crowd can come alive here and help this this team out. Tigers applying blitz. It's going to be a handoff first down for the Panthers. As these running lanes are in full effect. Yeah, great job. A lot of down blocks in this offense. So, as a defender, you're getting blocked on an angle. So you have to learn to fight across your body, which is very tough. You're getting hit from all different angles. And when you can run this wing to the offense effectively, it, it is very hard to defend. And so far, so good for Strathaven, tied up with Marbury Town 7-7. Nolan gets to the 37 for an 8-yard carry. First down and 10. It's going to be a handoff up to gut. Gets down to the 40. Tobin in on the play once again with Newlon getting the carry once again. Yeah, Newlon up the middle, but Kyle Tobin able to bring him down for about a two-yard gain. Good job by the Tigers' defense. Checking into the game for the Tigers is Luke Cantwell. Exits Dolgarian. Third, second down and eight. From the 39. Tigers bringing pressure up the gut. It's going to be a handoff to Mazer around the outside. He's going to get down to around the 43. Third down and manageable coming up. They go with that sweet play to the left side. And that's going to pick up four yards. Third down and four. A big third down here for Marple Newtown. If they can stop here, they'll be able to force a punt with a little around four minutes to go and again they'll have the ball they'll be able to receive this ball in the second half to open up it's going to be a handoff up the near so it goes to Hill, he's trying to weave his way they're going to mark him down at the 35 we'll see if Coach Clancy decides to go for it once again he's got two yards to go and in his fourth, own territory fourth and two. I'll be very surprised if he decides to go for this and yeah, he's going to send it out to that punting unit the way your defense has been playing 
I mean, fourth and one, fourth and inches is one thing, but fourth and two, that's a long two right there. That's smart to punt this ball away. He is not to jump. Ball is at their own 45. Nolan's in to punt this one away. He had to be careful of a fake because he is a running back. Back to return for the Tigers is Christiana and Dolgarin. Tigers go for the block. It is a high, booming kick, and it's going to take a Panther bounce, and this is going to be down around a five. What a punt by Nolan. And Dolgarin wanted to... Uh, receive it there but again it, it just took a, a, a little a little roll first drive even it didn't hurt Marbury you know, too much but you know I do agree with that Dolgarian letting that go because that had a potential to roll into the end zone and that ball would have been put at the 25 but nonetheless Marbury Newtown's going to take over right at about the six yard yeah, line the it six looks yard like line. thanks Dave with 423 to go 7-7 again the have they will get the ball to open up the second half, but we'll see if they can put together a drive here behind Paoletti. 423 to begin this drive for Paoletti, who stands in the pistol. It's going to go to Weathers. He's going to cut it back. He's got a running lane. He's got a made one-man miss. He's still on his feet. He's at the 30, 40, 45, 50. He's in the Strathaven territory. Stiff arms the Strathaven Panther. Back pedals. Stays on his feet. That's going to be a 94-yard run. Steve Reynolds is going crazy. Oh, oh my, oh. He backpedaled at the 25 to stay in bounds. I'm speechless at that run there. That reminds me of that run that Adrian Satinus had back in 2014 against Haverford, which was about a 90-yard run. Remember that pick play by the referee? Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, Cameron, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, more than Weathers, as you said, it was backpedaling on the sideline after he spun and They're talking about it. whether he stepped out of bounds There or was not. no way. We had a perfect vantage up here. He did not step out of bounds. Let's see if the referees, Larry, there's, or is that what they're talking about? Yeah, it's definitely what they're talking about there. Right? He wasn't. There was no, no he way he was out, out of bounds. bounds. He did not step out of bounds. That is one of the best plays I've ever seen. He decided to backpedal at the 25 to stay out of two defenders' ways. I mean, I can't describe it, Steve, to do it any justice. No, you just have to see that on film. I, I, I don't know what they're doing out there. I mean, you got to call that right away. Did they call a touchdown? Did referee's hands go up? So they're still talking about a score around the league. Haverford ties it with a field goal, 10-10. There is no flag. Touchdown, 94 yards out for the sophomore running back. That is a prime time play. And I, I got some clarification. They're talking about it may have been a face mask that they were going to call. I don't know. We're, I don't know what the hold up was. Maybe but when he spun around, he grabbed the face mask. Maybe. It's a possibility. My, my stool in the booth fell over. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I just saw there. What I mean, your headset fell off. You were going wild. And that's a way to spark a team. And that, that's a playoff team right there. That is a playoff run. And Marlon Rothers runs with purpose. They're the sophomore, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, the sophomore with a 94-yard run there. 17 seconds on that drive. Took Weathers to get from his own six-yard line, spin around two defenders, backpedal, and get into the end zone. That was like That was just like Satinus, Larry. We couldn't agree more, Steve. You're just talking about that. As Philman's in to attempt the extra point, but I said earlier, Steve, Haverford does tie it up with two minutes remaining in the second quarter to keep an eye on that game. 
So it's going to be out of a Carmen Christiana hold. Clean snap. Kick is up for film, and the kick is good. Marple Newtown takes a 14-7 lead with 4.06 remaining in the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. Weathers goes 94 yards, 17 seconds off the board. They take a 14-7 lead here in Crozier Keystone Stadium. Siverdelli in the booth this one away. It is a high kick. It's going to be returned from the five-yard line by Mazer. He's going to cut it back. He's still on his feet. He's got one man to beat. Tigers push him out of bounds. Good job by DeCrecchio on special teams to knock him down at the 30. Hey, DeCrecchio goes low there. He's able to push Mazer out of bounds. 3.57 to go, Dave. Marple Newtown 14-7 with all the momentum on their side. You couldn't say more. That play electrified this crowd and the sidelines. Everyone's gathered ar- around Weathers. That is a playoff move when you got a quarterback thrown for over 2,000 yards, too. First down and 10 from the 30. That's a Vez. It's going to be a handoff to Newland up the gut. Tigers are not fooled. They're waiting for him. Ball's going to be down at the 31 or 32. So depends on the spot. It happened. Marlboro Town. They can stop Strathaven here. We'll see. Coach Eakin decides to use some timeouts. Try to get this ball back. You know, this team can score fast, as you saw there. A 94-yard touchdown run on the ground. Career high, and safe that is, to say. Yeah, but that is the longest play of the season for Marlboro Town. They're going to give him two on the carry. Second down and eight. Astavez under center. It's going to be a handoff to Mayer around the outside. And then for attacker for loss, again, is Cooper Moss. Another tackle for a loss. He's racking up those TFLs this season. That is his 23rd and a half tackle for a loss this season. They're going to back the ball up to the 27-yard line. Third down and 13, 2.45 remaining before halftime. And if they stop him here, Coach Kicken will most likely burn a timeout to save some time. Quarterback under center. Hill goes in motion, make two wide receivers on the near side. It's actually going to be a handoff. They're going to blow this play dead. I believe there was a man moving. Larry? Yeah, it's going to be a false start on the running back. Took a little half step right before the snap. The snap, the line judge, line judge picked it up right away. Be coming back five yards. Thank you, Larry. So that five-yard penalty backs up Strathaven. Third down and 18 now from the 22. Yep, and that will stop the clock. 
Now nothing behind you. You know Astavez has a big arm. We've already seen it. Marple Newtown got lucky on the one play. You have to make sure the secondary has no one behind them. But he does have a big arm. We'll see if Coach Clancy likes to just try and run the ball and have a sweep to the outside. Astavez, it's going to be a counter on the outside. Mazer tries to get around one tackler. He does not. Ball spotted at the 22. Marple Newtown's going to burn a timeout. Coming up is going to be fourth down for the Panthers. We're going to step aside real quick. Marple Newtown leads 14-7 to here. Shade under two minutes. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Welcome back. Fourth down and 18. Nolan in the punt this one away for the Panthers. It's a high booming kick. Carmen Christiana is able to grab it. And he's going to make his way down to the 44-yard line. But there is holding on the play. They're going to back this one up. Correct, Larry? Yeah, it was a late flag. Came in at the end. It might be a late hit. Yeah, yeah. Ref, ref threw it down pretty late after Carmen was down. That looks like a 15-yarder yet, Larry. So it depends on where that actually happened. But Christiana did have the ball. So they're going to back him up. That's a big penalty because now the ball's at the 28-yard line for the Tigers. Nevertheless, they have first down and 10 from the 28. A minute 49 to go until halftime. Pistol formation goes right back to the Weathers, who just plows over one Strathaven defender and a second one. He's down at the 46. First down, Tigers. That's going to stop the clock and move those chains. Yep, they need to burn a timeout here. We'll see if they try to get on the ball there. Well, you guys still got you got a lot of time to go. I'd like to play call on first down, get those penalty yards back. But Marlon Weather is running great tonight with a purpose. 13-yard carry. He easily has over 115 yards in the first half. Goes right back to Weathers up the gut. Strathaven not surprised. Three men waiting for him. It's going to be no gain on the carry. Clock continues to run. Marple Newtown looking to go no huddle. Yeah, nothing doing there. Marlon will have to come out of the game. His helmet pops off. Looks like. Timeout because his helmet came off? Is that a referee timeout, I believe? We're still waiting. So, uh, it's an official timeout. Now they're going to wind the clock. I don't think Strat- Strathaven thinks it's a. It's so an Marvel actual Newtown timeout. Hurry up. 
Houston. They're going to stop the clock at 110. Strathaven thought it was actual timeout by Marple Newtown. Is that what all the confusion's about, Larry? Yeah, Strathaven defense is huddled up, but uh, it was a timeout just because Marlins uh, helmet came off there. Yeah, so yeah. Strathaven's got the water boys on the field. Yeah, it was an official timeout, so... Scores from around the league. It is halftime. Tied at 10 apiece is Haverford and Springfield. Marble should not be charged with a timeout here. And that was a free timeout for both teams because no one called a timeout. That was, an official, that was the longest official timeout I've seen. But both coaches wisely take advantage of it. Another score from around the league. Radner 14, Pancras 0 in the second quarter. Ball is spotted at the 41. They're going to put 115 on the clock. So that's what all the confusion's about. But the way you words can't describe the way that Marlon Weathers has been running the ball in the first half. I mean, he's been playing. He's been running great. I mean, his yards after catch have been spectacular bouncing off defenders but that last run he had for the touchdown for 94 yards where he went off tackle bounced it outside looked like he was going to get caught spun around backpedal about 10 yards and then went into the end zone was truly remarkable one of the best plays i've seen and uh that is, that's a championship type play that's, yeah that's that's how you can best sum it up and right now we're trying to fix the clock Referees want 115 back on the clock. It was down to 110 because of that confusion of who called a timeout, but it was an official timeout. Marple could have easily gone to the ball and snapped it. Strathaven's defense was huddled up on their side of the field, thinking it was a timeout. Larry, what's the mood on the sideline? I understand they're trying to get the clock fixed, but a play like that, they're just excited. Oh, yeah, everybody, I lost my view of the touchdown down here because everybody uh <laughs> Well, Steve, threw, Steve threw his headset and was acting like he was part of the team, too, so I understand that, Larry. Yeah, I honestly couldn't see if he stepped out of bounds or if it was a face mask. I was confused there, but, I mean, but the word, this sideline just erupted. The word we got was that it was the face mask against him when he did that spin move and backpedaled. Yeah, it looks like he, uh, looks like he um, maybe tried to stiff arm or reach his hand out, but right doesn't matter now, 94-yard touchdown. All right, second down and 10, 110. It's pistol formation. Paoletti's looking good down the field. Clean pocket. He's going to heave it. Intended for Riley Philman. Comes back for it at the 20. Incomplete. Good job on the coverage. Where are the Panthers? Well, that's going to be incomplete. Good coverage there. Couldn't see who that was. It was number three, Thomas Foster. Yeah, Foster. Again, been all over the field in the defensive back for four stride and had that interception had one last week for a pick six against radner to open up the game but they're doing a good job there they know paletti can has a big arm so coach clancy and his defensive coordinator are telling them nothing deep they've been staying behind they're doing a good job in this one third down and 10 one minute remaining ball spider on their own 41 yard line paletti pistol four wide receivers follows the back paletti clean pocket He's going to roll to his right. He's looking deep down the field, intended for Dash Dolgarian. Nobody's home, thrown out of bounds. 50 seconds remaining, most likely Tigers punt. Yeah, Marvin unable to do anything on that possession there. But Steve, they're, they're playing at least two safeties back. They're telling their guys, no one behind you. 
we see a coach kicking. Elects to change his offense, but the way Marlon Weathers is running, you'd think they pound the rock some more. Yeah, and I think they were just trying. They were up against the clock here. They do have t- two timeouts, but, I mean, Stratham going in the half have to be happy. Only down 14 to 7 because all they really let up was two big plays. Other than that, they've been playing very stout. Filming in the punt this one away. Foster and Daly to return for the Panthers. High snap once again. It is a booming punt. What a punt by Filmin. And it's going to go out of bounds. No return. They're going to mark it down at the 16 or 17-yard line. This drive will begin with 40 seconds remaining. Perfect punt. A lot of hang time. And outside, out of bounds, inside the 20. Couldn't ask for a better punt there by filming. Again, another high snap there. Uncharacteristic of Marple. They're pretty good with those long snaps. But we'll see what Strathaven decides to do. Again, they got to be pretty happy. Only down seven. Uh, really only three big plays in this ballgame, one by Strathaven, two by Marple. Other than that, both teams haven't really sustained any type of drives. They spot the ball at the 17-yard line. 40 seconds remaining. Marple Newtown on top, 14-7. to Atzavez under center. Hara goes in motion to the far side. It's going to be a handoff to Mazer around the outside. Cooper Moss makes another play. He has been all over the field in the first half. And that should probably do it for the half. As you said, Cooper Moss putting together another first half of football. A great first half of football, I should say. And they're going to let this clock run out. Strathay will not need to run another play. Westchester Henderson. A team to watch, trailing 7-0 the Westchester East in the second quarter. That will do it here. Marple Newtown goes in the halftime, up 14-7. They will get the ball to begin the third quarter. We're going to step aside. It is halftime here in Crozier Keystone Stadium. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. <laughs> The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. Hey, the Tigers look pretty good. Pain heels. Chicks dig scars. Glory. Last forever. That's it. That's it. I want you to think about all those mean people. They're going to be your tackling fuel. Tackling fuel. We're going to use them to play football. Yeah, John! What? Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Hot route! I don't. What is hot route? Will you just go stand on the other side, please? You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean... No one comes into our house and pushes.
pushes us around. You're listening to Marple Newtown High School Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Now back to call the second half of tonight's game. Here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePantima, and Jim Olsman. Welcome back to Crozier Keystone Stadium. It is halftime here as the band introduces themselves, those seniors. Halftime stats, Anthony Paoletti, 5 for 9, 78 yards, and a 25-yard strike to Carmen Christiana, who has two receptions for 56 yards and that touchdown. Tolgarian chipped in one reception for seven yards. Weathers on the ground is the true story of the first half. The sophomore, 12 carries, a buck 46, and a touchdown that has Marple Newtown on top, 14-7. to Acevez, 0 for 4 for no yards. However, Mazer, 10 carries, 70 yards, including a touchdown that got Strathaven on top early. Newland, on the other hand, has 8 rushes for 40 yards. And that's where we're at. Strathaven struck early as there's 3 minutes that they reset to stretch and get everybody on the field. Both teams are on the field getting ready for the second half. So the game started. Newland busted out for 58 yards early on on their fourth play. Then Paoletti answered, going down the field. Tremendous play, rolled to his right, eluded one defender, and just threw it up for grabs, and the senior on senior night was able to reel it in. And then Marble Newtown pinned on their own six-yard line. Handoff goes to Marlon Weathers, and he goes the distance. He goes past the 50, makes one man miss. He busted down at the 30, and then... Yeah, I have to see it on film. He's able to elude the defender, spin move, backpedal to the state inbounds, and then finish it out. And that's where we're at. Marple Newtown will get the ball to begin the second half as Steve Reynolds joins me. What a tremendous first half as Marple Newtown will get the ball to begin the second half. Yeah, it was a uh, uh, you know, shaky start of the, of the uh, game. As you said, a uh, big touchdown by Strathaven. They struck first, but Marple Newtown with an outstanding play by Anthony Paletti to avoid a defender who almost pulled him down and to throw it deep back of the end zone. Christian was able to catch it. And then, of course, a 94-yard touchdown run by Marlon Weathers. Three big plays. No team has sustained a drive, as we talked about in the first half. But Marlboro mm-hmm. Town will receive the ball. We'll see if they can get something going uh, to extend this lead. Again, a lot on the line tonight. Playoff implications and essentially title for Marlboro Town, Dave. Scores around the league. Radner, 14. Pancras, 0. Second quarter. That was a while ago, though. Archbishop Carroll on top. 7-6 to six over Bonner. That would help Marple Newtown in the playoff rankings. Haverford-Springfield gridlocked at 10 at the half. As there's players still warming up. But looks like we're getting ready to, to go here in the second half, Steve. Yep, we are ready for the opening kickoff of the second half, Dave, with more Purdue Towns we talked about. We'll receive. My question for you is, if you're coach kicking, how do you adjust? The corners are staying back. They're punting a safety over the top, so they're not getting beat deep. 
are you just going to have to go with those dump down, curl routes, slant patterns, screen passes? Yeah, take what they're giving you. As you said, curl routes, bubbles, spot passes. Run the ball. Give it to Marlon Weathers. Who's had a, give the ball to number five. That yeah, would be mine. Outstanding first half. Uh, but you, you got to give, give, take what they're giving you. And uh, as you said, number three of Strathaven has been playing a phenomenal game, Thomas Foster. Um, in coverage. I mean, he got beat twice, but with outstanding coverage. It was just outstanding catches by Christiana, one for the touchdown. But we'll see what Marlboro Newtown does here to open up the second half. In the kick, this one away for the Panthers is number 80, Emmett Young. To return, the return for Marlboro Newtown is Weathers and Carmen Christiana. And this second half is underway. It is kicked towards Marlon Weathers. Bounces at the 10. He's going to return it from the 6-yard line. He gets a crease. And he is going to be wrapped up at the 25. 19 yards on the return for the sophomore running back. Good return there by Weathers. It's Paoletti and this offense take over to start the second half. Marble Newtown, pair of touchdowns in the first half, looking to increase their lead. Out goes Paoletti. This drive will begin with 11.53 in the third quarter. Ball's on 25 for the junior quarterback. See what Coach Kicking decides to do with his second half adjustments. Tobin's in the backfield to the up back. Pistol formation. It's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers on the far side. He's chopping his feet. He's past the 30. He's down around the 31. Number 55 was in on the play for the Panthers, Ryan Morris. They're going to give him to the 32, actually. Seven-yard carry for the running back. Second down and three. Goes right back to Weathers, and he is going to be hit at the 31. Loss of one on the play. And Strathaven met him there. Nothing doing for Marlon Weathers. Good job to adjust by that. The boys was not fooled. The senior defensive end. Yeah, good job by that front four of the Panthers. So the boy knocks him back. Third down and four. Opening drive of the second half for the Tigers. Come out. I formation. Pale Eddie. Excuse me, that's pistol. Two wide receivers on the near side. Look like Strathaven jumped. No call. Pressure. Pale Eddie scrambling. And he's going to stay on his feet. Flag is thrown in the backfield, though. He has the first down. He's down at the 39, but it's in the area of holding. Is that correct, Larry? That's what it looks like. Uh, Paoletti starts. Uh, the penalty flag went down. We're waiting on a single from the ref here. Well, Paoletti did sidestep one defender and elude another, so we're going to see what the call is. Looks like they're going to back him up. Yeah, it's going to be a hold, but it's important that he did pick up the first down because that forces Strathaven to accept the penalty. So I'm pretend we'll get another play here. No official signal by the head referee. Because if Pele didn't pick up that first, Strathaven could have declined it and forced Marlboro Town to punt. Because it would have brought, brought up fourth down. But still, it's going to be third down and very long because of where the holding was, did occur. So it is 10-yard penalty. They're going to back the ball all the way back. Looks like the 15-yard line. Third down and 20. 
10.30 to go here in the third quarter. Marple Newtown leads 14-7. Ball's on the 15. Paletti, pistol formation, four wide receiver, twins. Trathaven bringing pressure. It's a reverse, I believe. I really don't understand. That looked like a miscommunication, Steve. Man, I mean, I'm not sure what happened there, but Paoletti is sacking the backfield. Tried to elude some defenders there, but Wampa Newtown goes all the way. It's going to be a loss of back. seven. Number 24, Nick O'Connor. With the tackle for a loss, pins Marple Newtown. Philman's in his own end zone to boot this one away. Fourth and 27, not the start the Tigers were looking for. Watch the snap here. Another high snap for Philman. It's a hanging punt. It gets back to the line of scrimmage, then takes a Marple Newtown bounce. It's going to keep rolling. It goes past the 50. And it's going to be spotted down at the 46 of Strathaven. What a punt. 54 yards for Philman. Yeah, that's an excellent punt there. Especially where, considering where you punted it from, five yards deep into the end zone. And that was a nice spiral punt. As you said, Dave took a nice bounce. And Strathaven will take over from their own 47-yard line, Dave. They move the ball up. 9-24 to begin this opening drive for the Panthers. Atzavez under center, wing T. It's going to go up to, to Nolan, who is met by number 68 and company. Mike Miller on the play. Well, for Newtown's defense doing a great job. Number 68, the junior Mike Miller from his defensive end position. Squeezes down, makes a nice tackle on Nolan. Second down and nine after the one-yard gain by the Panthers. Newland waved his way for one. One wide receiver on the near side as the crowd comes alive. It's a play action. He's going to roll, and he is going to be sacked. That has to be grounding. I mean... How is that not grounding? There's no wide receiver that, in the near area. That is poor. I mean, there was nobody there. He was inside the tackle box. Mike Miller would be getting the sack on the play, and they call it incomplete. That's that's horrible. Oh, my God. Well, regardless, good job there by Mike Miller. The incomplete pass. Brings up third down and nine. Ball is spotted at the 48-yard line. Hill goes in motion. It's going to be another play action. He's going to throw over the middle. It is intercepted by Dash. Excuse me, that's Cameron Mathis. And he goes in the strat. Taven territory. There's a flag down. It looks like it's going to be after the interception. Great job by Mathis to step in front of that one and pick it off. Marple Newtown in striking distance. We'll see what the flag is on. It looked like it was a block in the back. So it's a block in the back, correct, Larry? Yeah, it's a block in the back. Uh, back him up 10 yards. Um, definitely that, after the interception. Though. And that was Mathis with the interception. Yes, it was Mathis. Thank you, Larry. 
Backs the ball up to Marple Newtown's own 48-yard line. But nevertheless, Steve, Marple Newtown has the ball. Made Strathaven pass. Made him pay. Yep, and Marple Newtown will take over. Great job defensively by the Tigers once again. Second drive, 8-31 here in the third quarter. Paletti, pistol formation. Read option goes to Weathers up the gut. He's going to be met at midfield. Continues to chop his feet and continues to allow the play to continue. They're going to mark the ball down at the 48-yard line. So it's going to be four yards as Weathers' helmet falls off again. Four-yard carry, second down and six. He's going to have to check out. Nice run there, as you said. We'll have to come out because of the helmet, but that's what happens when you're in that pile and you keep on turning your feet. Second down and six. In Strathaven territory, pistol formation, four wide out twins. Fallows the back. Paletti looks to his right. He's going to dump it to Riley Filming and cuts it upfield. He slips down. Ball's going to be spotted at the 44. Nice pick up there by Riley Filman, the punter. Miller and Tobin check in. In comes the big package, Steve. With a third down and two. Paletti, pistol formation. To his right is Tobin. Behind him is Weathers. And it goes to Weathers. And he's going to plow his way. It appears that he got the first down. He's going to be down at the 41. That's that wrecking ball package. Put some linemen, extra linemen in there. That's a first down. Great job there by the Tigers. Minute off the clock on this drive. Clock halted at 7.15 here in the third quarter. Marble Newtown on top. 14 to 7 and driving. Paletti, pistol, twins, wide receivers once again. Behind him is Weathers. He's going to look to his left. And he's going to throw it deep down the field, intended for Carmen Christiana. A yard short. Crowd wants a pass interference. They don't get it. Yeah, it was good coverage. And some hand contact there, but I think it was a uh, good no call. Incomplete pass. Brings up second down and 10 from the 41. Just out of the reach of his second touchdown. Pistol formation. Twins once again. This time Luke Cantwell's in the slot. Read option goes to Weathers up the gut. And he's going to be tackled in around the line of scrimmage to the 40. One yard for Weathers, who eclipsed 146 yards rushing in the first half. Outstanding game thus far by Weathers. Marple Newtown trying to capitalize on this opening drive, or this second drive. Second drive of the second half after that interception by Mathis. Third down and nine for the Tigers. Ball's on the 40. Paletti, Strathaven applies pressure. He's looking to his left. He's going to throw it. It's complete to Dolgarian at the third. He's got the first down and more. 
leading the way was Carmen Christiana on the block on the outside. He's down at the 20-yard line. That's going to be a 21-yard game. Nice comeback route by Matt, uh, Dolgarian. He catches, does such a great job all the time of running those routes and then turning up field. Great route runner, even better runner after the catch by Dolgarian. Great job by this offense. Ball's marked at the 21, so give him 20 on the reception. First down and 10, just under six minutes here in the third quarter. Tigers on the move. Four wide receivers behind them is Fallows. Paletti is going to throw. It's complete to Mathis, who got some running room. He has the first down and is dragged out of bounds. Good job by the senior wide receiver. And great blocking there by his junior uh, teammate there, wide receiver Luke Cantwell. Springs him free for a first down. Great job by Cantwell. Ball is down at the five-yard line. I love when these receivers block when they don't have the ball. 16-yard reception to number 16, Cameron Mathis. First down and goal here for the Tigers. Two wide receivers on the near side, one to the near. And it's going to be a handoff to Weathers up the gut. But the Panthers were waiting for him. Great job by the Panthers. Breaking through the offensive line of the Tigers for a loss. Number 89 on the play, John Hara. 6'9", basketball player playing for Coach Clancy. No gain on the play. Excuse me, they're going to mark him back three yards. It's going to be second down and goal now from the eight. Paoletti. Shotgun. And then there's a timeout on field. Marble Newtown will burn their first of the second half. We're going to step aside up 14-7. to You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association is a nonprofit organization that provides support and assistance to the Marple Newtown High School football program. This is accomplished by raising and directly providing funds to the high school football program. In addition, the Alumni Association is to provide an organization through which its members can preserve the legacy of Marble Newtown football and coordinate their efforts to keep connected the people who embodied the spirit of Tiger football. If you're interested in getting involved, please visit MarpleNewtownFootball.com and click on the Alumni tab. Let's continue to build this great legacy of Marple Newtown football. Go Tigers! This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back. Second down and goal from the eight. Clock halted at 5.04 here in the third quarter. Paletti, pistol formation. He's got four wide receivers. Puts a man in motion. That's Christiana. He's going to roll that way. He's looking for Christiana. Now he's going to plant his foot and be sacked in the backfield. And it's going to be a large loss. Huge sack. And it's going to bring the ball back near the 25. They're going to move it actually to the 22-yard line. Marple Newtown gets good Offensive plays back-to-back, and then Strathaven stops them. So another great job by the Panthers. So had to try and get in back in the field goal position to try and make this a two-score game. 
huge loss as they went from the 8 to the 22. 14-yard loss on the sack. Now Coach Gicking's going to burn his second timeout of the second half. 4-12 here in the third quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back. Marple Newtown, third down and goal from the 22-yard line. They are on top, 14-7. See if they can try and get in reasonable field goal position because Civerdelli does have a big leg, but you want to try and give him a few extra yards to make it shorter. Yeah, without a doubt. It's just, you, know, you don't need it all right now. But if you get inside the ten, about the 5-yard line, I think you, know, you might want to go for it. But, again, if you have the leg of Civerdelli, why not make it a two-possession game? Paletti. Rolling to his left, and he's going to launch it to the end zone. And intended for Dash Dolgarin. He's looking for a flag, but good coverage by Hill on the outside to break it up. Might have got his arm early, but I think it was a good no call there. Dolgarin probably could have had it there, went through his arm. But, uh, again, great coverage there by the Panthers. And we'll see if they decide to attempt a field goal here. This will be a 39-yard attempt. And it looks like Riley Philman's going to attempt this one. It is Philman. So not Civerdelli. This is going to be a 39-yard field goal for Philman. Interesting call. Alva Carmen Christiana hold. Philman's kick is up. And the kick is good. Philman drains a 39-yard field goal. Make it a two-score game, 17-7 here, 3.59 remaining in the third quarter. We're going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment, where you can find good help. You'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. Welcome back. The Philman kick makes it a two-score game. 17-7. 17-7. Civerdelli in the boot this one away. Civerdelli. Booming kick. Mazer's going to return it from the four-yard line. Down on the play was Philman and company. Trips them up. Panthers will start at their own 20. 
And going back to that kick, I mean, you know these kickers have the leg, or our coaches want to put it out there. It all comes down to blocking, stepping inside, staying low, not letting anyone through your gaps. A good snap and a good hold, and you got that from all phases. And you know, the easiest part, believe it or not, the 39-yard field goal is filming because uh, Coach Chicken really trusts his leg there. And it's good to have two weapons in Civerdelli and filming. But 17-7, Tigers lead. 3.54 for Astavez to start this drive. First down and 10. Main goes in motion. That's Mazer. He's going to go to your outside. He's got one man to beat. And he is still on his feet. He's down the sidelines. 50, 40, 30. And he is going to be knocked out of bounds around the 10-yard line, saving the touchdown for a few Tigers. And there's a flag that might get him for a face mask. I think they're going to get him for piling on. Larry? Yeah, there's a late flag there. I don't know uh, what the call is from down here. Looks like Mathis came in a little late there. It's going to be half the distance of the goal. Scores from around the league at the end of three. Springfield 17. Haverford 10. That does not help Marple Newtown in the playoff pitcher. But it's going to be a personal foul against Marple Newtown. Marple Newtown's been doing a good job all game, Steve, bottling him up on the outside. But they just let one go by him, and he does the rest. They had two long runs this game. Luckily, it was a touchdown-saving tackle by Dylan Coney and the senior. The run goes all the way down to the six-yard line, 74-yard run. It's going to be a handoff to number 10. Piles over one defender. Hill's got his first score of the night. They're back in this one. Just like that, two plays and a penalty. Strathaven is back within four, pending the extra point. And, uh-oh, two late flags are thrown. Not what you want to see. Got to keep your composure. I'm not sure who this is on. He's talking to at least one or two Tigers. Larry, you have a better idea? Flight was thrown in the end zone well after the play. Either uh, unsportsmanlike conduct or un- uh, maybe a celebration penalty. They might go for two possibly, but their kicker is in. Depend- it's going to be on the kickoff if it is a personal foul. Coach Kicking wants an explanation as well. He's standing way onto the field. What? I'm not sure what's taking so long on all these calls. The clock's halted at 3.26. The drive started at 3.54. Two plays later, Strathaven gets on the board for the first time in the second half. Coach King is looking for an explanation. Odd sportsmanlike conduct against Marple Newtown. The Marble Newtown on this drive gets two personal fouls, one on sportsmanlike conduct and one for excessive jumping on the pile in the long run. It's so we're gonna see, we're gonna see in the it's gonna be on the kickoff. In the kick, the extra point is Young. Clean snap. Kick is up. The kick is good. And it's going to be a rough in the kicker after the play. 
kick is up, the kick is good. It's going to be 17-14 as we head later into the third quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality, and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Balsam, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. With Home and Business Adjustment Company, never hear the words, not covered. We can't pay for that. Get good money for good loss of fire, water, and wind damage at Home and Business Adjustment Company. Call 610-356-1344. Welcome back. Larry, Coach Kicking just brought the entire team to the side, and I saw him. Probably that's the most animated he's been all season. Yeah, he's trying to get his team together here late in the game. You have three personal fouls of 45 yards on one uh, one drive. You can't be happy with that. Larry, they're going to kick off from the 30. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's unheard of. Yeah, there's, there's a good chance they're going to try an onside kick here yeah, because if not, you're going to probably well, kick it into the end zone. I mean, he can kick an extra point. I mean, a field goal possibly from here. Yeah, he'll kick a uh, George Labritio's field goal if he wants to. Yeah, if you're smart, you got to do an onside kick. Yeah. I mean, there's no point to do anything else here. Scores from around the league. Westchester Henderson on top, 10-7 to over Westchester East. As they're going to attempt an onside kick. Why not? You're standing at Marble Newtown's 30. There's a flag. Offsides against Strathaven. It's going to back them up five yards. So they go from the 30 to the 35. Kicking this one away is Young. A freshman kicker. What are they doing? There's no time. They can't take it. Can't they get a delay of game, Steve? Is that how that works? I don't understand the point why they went to the far side of the field and then regrouped. Three twenty-six here in the third quarter. Marble Newtown on top by three. Young to kick him from Marble Newtown's 35 after all the penalties. Onside kick. Marble Newtown jumps on top of it. Mathis was able to corral it. They're going to start this drive at the 24. And now another flag. We've seen about five flags in the last five plays. Steve, Larry, what is going on? That was a very late flag. Another personal foul, it looks like. Uh, looks like it's going to be against Strathaven. Yes, it is. The Bronx cheer. It's going to be a personal foul against Strathaven. So it's going to give them more yards. So they're actually going to start where they actually kicked it off behind that. So it's going to be at the 39, 325 here to begin this drive for Paoletti. But it's been a wild set of events. A lot of flags. Not something you want to see. The week before the playoffs. Nevertheless, first down and 10, 325 here for Paoletti. Pistol formation, four wide receivers. 
He's looking to his left. He's going to step up in the pocket. He's going to look to run. He's going to take three Panthers with him. So that leg looks fine to me. Ball is going to be spotted at the 48. Give him eight on the carry. What a great job by Big Tony. The freight train lowers his shoulder. Couldn't say that in a couple weeks. Good to, good to be back. It's good to be back. You can tell he's got his mobility back, but you don't want to see your quarterback taking off. But when he has to, it's good to see in the pocket. He steps up. They're actually going to give him nine on the carry. Ball spotted at the 48. Second down and one. Pistol formation. Four wide receivers. Handoff goes to Weathers up the gut. He's got a running lane, and he's going to be spun down at the 46 of Strathaven. Going back to Coach Ricking, huddling up that entire sideline. Love when coaches do that. You need to do that in, a, in some situations there. And he, you know, he let it, ripped into his team that, you know, a lot is on the line now. Clean it up, and let's put a drive together here. So this is very important if they're able to answer here with a touchdown drive. Weathers now up to 163, a career high for him. Paletti looks to his left. Completion to Dolgarian along the sidelines. He's at the 30, 25, and he's going to be tackled down in around the 20. Quick pitch to Dolgarian, nearly 20 yards. Uh, Outside throw to Dolgarian. Right on the line of scrimmage there. He, again, so good after the catch. Picks up a bunch of yards there and a Tiger first down, most importantly. Ball is spotted at the 22 for Paoletti. First down and 10. He's going to look to his right. This time it's going to go to Matthews. He's got one-on-one. He makes his man miss and be thrown down near the 15-yard line. To Marple Newtown dumping it down. Good open field tackler by Strathaven. But this time, same play, opposite side to Cameron Mathis. So the first play goes to Dolgarian, and you flip it, run it to the other side, the wide side of the field, and Mathis does a good job picking up about seven yards there on first down. Ball's at the 15. Second down and three for Paoletti. Four wide receivers. The lone tailback is Weathers. Strath even appears to jump. They don't call it. Handoff goes to Weathers, and he is going to be spun down around the 10 once again. Continues to turn his legs and pick up another Tiger first down. Very impressive drive here. First down and goal inside the 10-yard line for the Tigers, right about the 9-and-a-half. Panthers Brandon King was able to wrap up Weathers. It's going to be first down and goal from the 10-yard line for the Tigers. Paletti comes out. Four wide receivers. On the near side is Dolgarian and Christiana. Quarterback keeper by Big Tony. Lowers his shoulder. Runs over a defender. Ball's now at the four. Five-yard gain there. Second down and goal, as you said, Dave, at the four-yard line. And, Dave, I think this is a great job by this offense all around especially up front to respond after that big touchdown that they let up in comes Tobin they're going to have two guys in the backfield Tobin the up back to go along with Weathers it's going to go to Weathers he's going to make one man miss and runs into the pile he's not going to get it they're probably going to give him a yard it's going to put him down to the three and that will most likely do it here for the third quarter as there's 17 seconds remaining. Yeah, this is good. Coach Kicking's going to let this run out, and they'll be able to draw up a play. And this is important if you want to. This could be four down territory. You know, you're only up by three, but you kick a field goal, you only get put up by six points. I think 
your coach kicking. This is four down territory to try to get up by ten points, make it a two-possession game. It's going to be third down and goal when we come back. Marble Newtown leads 17-14 to 14 as we go to the fourth. You are listening to Marble Newtown Football and the Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. Welcome back. Big play, third down and goal to begin this fourth quarter. We talked about this about two weeks ago, Steve. Haverford, fourth down and one. What do you do? Do you hand it to Weathers? Do you do play action? They elected to use play action and throw it to Tobin for the first down. The playbook's open. It certainly is. And the way Marlon Weathers is running the ball, won't be a bad idea to go to him. But you know Strathaven is probably going to be selling out for him. So maybe another uh, little zone read. Let Anthony Paoletti keep it. But as you said, the playbook is open here, and I really think this is four-down territory. You're only up by three. A field goal only makes it six points. It needed touchdown regardless. Interesting formation. Running back Marlon Weathers is lined up in the backfield. He goes in motion on the jet sweep. It's supposed to be a direct pitch. Paoletti takes it up and just tries to go forward. He's at midfield. The jet sweep fails. He missed the ball. That's your third down play and loss of yards. Ball's going to be on the six. Now, now when you lose yards, yeah, they're going to sound the field goal unit. They're going to attempt a field goal. It's going to be a 23-yard attempt for Philman, who already hit a 39. Alva Carmen Christiana hold. Kick is up. The kick is good. Marple Newtown now leads 20 to 14, 11, 17 here in the fourth quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Brumall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3. Or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Philman's second field goal of the night. Puts them on top, 20-14. to 14. But one score can tie this one up. Siverdelli in the boot, this one away. Big kick, Mazer return. He's going to get it from the 8-yard line, and he's going to be tripped up. Good job by a few Tigers. Number 80 of the Tigers, Colin Ferry, special team specialist right there. Coach kicking halfway on the field, telling his defense, let's go, get the ball back. 11-11 exactly left on the clock. Marple Newtown leads by six. A Central League title share on the line. 
from the 26-yard line. First down and 10 for the Panthers. Harry goes in motion, a big tight end to the far side. Hill goes in motion for the jet sweep. That's where it goes. He's got a crease. He makes one man miss, second man miss. He's still on his feet, and he is going to be bottled up just a shade after the 40-yard line. This jet sweep in the second half has been lethal. Yep, the edge defense for the Tigers hasn't been as good as it has all year long. This has given Marbury Town some problems. Just under 11 to go. Haven. It's going to be a 20-yard carry for Hill. The clock continues to wind. Goes right back to Hill. He makes one man miss, and then he's going to be bottled up at the line of scrimmage. Cooper Moss and company in on the play. Good job by the Tigers to recover their own first down after... Strathaven just picked it up and moved the sticks. So second down and nine, Dave. They give him a yard. 10.30 here in the fourth quarter. Second down and nine, as Steve has said. Astavez puts a man in motion. It's going to go to the near side. Mazer trying to get the corner. Marple Newtown knocks him out of bounds. Luke Cantwell and Mathis push him out. It's going to be a gain of one. Great job by Cantwell and Mathis to set the edge there and bring down Mazer. Big third down and about eight to go. It's a big moment in this game. Now, you don't get this for Strathaven, depending on where you're at, possibly for on territory, but punting in the ball way, the way your defense is playing isn't the worst because you do have all three timeouts and plenty of time left on the clock, down by six. Atzavez under center. He's going to look to pass. He's looking to his right, and he is going to have it nearly intercepted. Number eight, Carmen Christiana laid the boom for the intended wide receiver going over the middle. Number 18, Jalen Smith. What a hit by Carmen Christiana from the secondary. And that will stop the clock. And, again, it's going to be a punting situation. Good call here. No need to go for it. Only down by six with all three timeouts remaining and a lot of time, 10.02 exactly, to go. Quarterback Astavez is in the punt this way. That's his first. Back to return for Marble Newtown is Dolgarian. Nearly blocked by Mike Miller. It's going to bounce Continuing to bounce. And they're going to mark this down at the 17-yard line. Marple Newtown takes over. 9.50 remaining in the fourth quarter. They're going to move it up to the 18. See what Coach Geeking has in store for this drive. Paletti comes out, pistol formation, four wide receivers. Behind him is Weathers. He's got 163 yards and counting. He looks to his left, and he's going to corral it and turn it for Mathis, who's got the first down. He's down at the 30. Stays in bounds. Clock will stop, though, to move the chains. Marlboro Newtown trying to extend this lead, put this ball game away. But again, a lot of time left. A nice... Long drive here will uh, really help their cause. 
Paoletti to Mathis on the outside. Goes for 12. First down and 10 now at the 30. 930, 929, 928. Out goes Paoletti. Looks to his left. Same exact play. Goes right back to Mathis. He's got the first down and more. He's going to scamper out of bounds, though. Yep, and again, we talked about this, Dave, how Marbonytown's going to attack this defense. They are giving them cushions, not letting anything deep, and Marbonytown has taken advantage of it with these quick spot passes outside, letting their receivers make some moves in the open field. Goes for 12 once again. Two receptions on this drive for Mathis. Goes for 24 yards. Like the way Marbonytown has started this drive out. Now on the slot is Riley Philman. Four wide receivers. Paoletti read option goes to Marlon Weathers. Harris in on the tackle and blows the play up. But Weathers is able to lunge forward and gain one. Yep, so it was going to be for a no game, but he's able to. It looks like they might give him two there. Uh, about one and a half, so they're going to say two. two second down and eight. Just under nine to go here. Clock is taking Marples up six. Central League title on the line. 39 years in the making. Second down and eight for Paoletti and Marple Newtown. He's looking to his right. He's looking to go that way, then comes back across the middle. He's going to step up in the pocket, and he's going to heave it, intended for Dash Dolgarian, who corrals it at the 15, makes one man miss, and he is going to eye up that end zone. He is in for Marple Newtown. Touchdown. What an outstanding pitch and catch. Paoletti does a great job surveying the field, steps up in the pocket and throws a deep ball in stride to his man, Dash Dolgarian, who eludes a few defenders and goes into the end zone. Marple Newtown extends their lead 26-14. to We'll see if Coach Gicking wants to kick it or go for two. 56 yards, Paoletti to Dolgarian. Big exclamation point there, 26-14. They're going to go for two to make it a two-touchdown lead. Tigers have all the momentum going their way. Two-point conversion. Paoletti's going to be in the pistol. To his right, excuse me, to his left is Weathers. Puts a man in motion in Christiana. He's going to roll to his right. He's looking for Christiana. Intended for number 16, Cameron Mathis. Too tall for him. Nevertheless, Marple Newtown, 56 yards. Puts it to two-score lead. 8.25 remaining in the fourth quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. Welcome back to Crozier Keystone Stadium. Marble Newtown. Paoletti to Dolgarian. For a touchdown from 56 yards out. 26 to 14 after the two point conversion was no good. Siverdelli in the kick this one away for Marble Newtown. 
shallow kick. It's going to be number three from the 12-yard line. Tobin on the tackle. Foster was able to weave his way down to the 30. Scores from around the league. Westchester Henderson, 10. Westchester East, 10. That's a big game in the Chessmont League. And has a lot of playoff implications that West and Henderson. But right now, Marlboro Newtown's eight minutes away from closing out the regular season. First down and 10, 8-19 here from the 31 for Strathaven. Acevez under center. He's going to look to his left, and he's going to complete it to Harris. 6-9, tight end, goes past the 50, down to the 48. And a flag gets thrown all the way near the back judge, Larry. What was going on back there? Once again, a very late flag there. Uh, it didn't look like there was a late hit. Um, there are two refs are getting together right now. Maybe a sideline warning? Maybe. It was thrown on the sideline. It was a very late flag. Man, this would be a warning. Sideline warning. So it is a sideline warning. Scores from around the league. Springfield 24. Excuse me. Yeah, that is. 24 Springfield, 17 Haverford. 4.53 remaining in the fourth quarter. So that one's not over yet. So that sideline warning doesn't really do anything, but the second one will be a penalty. First down and 10 after the completion to Heron. Ball is spotted in Marble Newtown territory at the 48. Sweep to the outside, the hill. Blowing up on the play was Mike Miller. Miller, once again, him and Moss have been living in the backfield tonight. Big play for the Tiger defense. Ball gets moved back to the 47-yard line. Loss of five, second down and 15. Henderson just tacks on a touchdown to give them a seven-point lead with six minutes remaining in that one. The handoff up the gut to number 41. Carmen Christiana was able to knock him down. On the carry was John Morris, a junior running back. He gets back to the line of scrimmage, Morris does. Then a little more. Looks going to be third down and eight. Four down territory for Strathaven. Down by 12 points with seven minutes exactly remaining. Morris's first carry goes for seven yards in this contest. Third down and eight. At Marble Newtown's 46-yard line. Astavez, it's going to be a handoff up the gut. And Morris is slammed down to the ground by none other than Cooper Moss. Cooper Moss again in the backfield. Give him another tackle for a loss. Sets up fourth down and 12. Ball's at Marple Newtown's 49. And they're going to elect a punt. Think. Yeah, well, probably a smart decision. Three timeouts, but there's only six minutes to go. You're down by 12. Atzavez in the punt this one away. Low play. Nearly blocked by Miller. Marple Newtown's just going to get rid of it. It hits a Strathaven player in the head. And the Ball should be spotted where he was hit, so it's going to be on the 24-yard line. Paoletti will come out, 6.09 remaining here in the fourth quarter. And now this drive, this will put 
Strathaven away if you're able to just, uh, you don't have to score here, just take up a lot, a lot of time here. You need the big guys to control the trenches and allow Weathers just to knock off four or five yards. No. Carry. Sort of like what Strathaven did to begin the game. Paoletti comes out, first down and 10. At the 25. He's going to look to his right, and it's going to be a handoff, and Weathers has some running room. He's at the 50, 45, 40, finally tackled by number six, Jamai Springfield, but Weathers looks like he eclipsed 200. Standing performance by the sophomore. First down, Tigers, exactly six to go in the fourth, 12-point lead, Marple. 208 yards rushing for the sophomore running back. He has been the player of the game. Earlier, he rushed from 94 yards out to give them the lead, and they have not looked back from there. First down and 10. Ball is spotted on the 40 for the Tigers, who have tripped on the near side. Six minutes remaining. Goes right back to Weathers. This time up the gut. Huge hole. He's on his feet. He's at the 25-20, and he's going to be in for another Marple Newtown touchdown. Give him another touchdown tonight, number two. Marlon Weathers has been having a field day for the Tigers on senior night. The sophomore does it again. Marple, 32, Strathaven, 14, pending the extra point. Weathers, 24 carries, 248 yards rushing, and two touchdowns. Gives Marble Newtown a commanding 32-14 lead here late in the fourth quarter. Riley Philman in the kick, the extra point out of a Carmen Christiana hold. Kick is up. Kick is good. Marple Newtown takes their lead. 33-14 after Weathers goes the distance. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Brynmar Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! Welcome back as Weathers goes in for his second score of the night. In the kick it away is Siverdelli as Steve Weathers is approaching a Marple Newtown record. High kick. It's going to be kicked almost out of bounds. It's going to be returned from about the 14-yard line. Mathis and Tobin and Mazur was in on the play. Tigers defense trotting out onto the field. 5.45 to go, Dave. Up by 18 points. And Marple Newtown. I'm sorry. Up by 19 points, excuse me. Marple Newtown is right. They're sniffing that Central League title. At least a share of it. Ball is spotted at the 31st down and 10, 5.45 remaining here. 
304 is the record in Marple Newtown history by Adrian Sapness. It's going to be a handoff up to Gutta Morris. Marple Newtown not surprised. Throw him back. But, I mean, Adrian Sapness has the record book, Steve. But Steve Coyne is the closest that he's approaching. He's two yards shy of that one. It's going to be a loss of one on the play. close to Samara Moat as well. Samara Moat had 255. Sadness was unbelievable. Marple Newtown jumps. That's going to be an encroachment. A free five yards for them, Steve. 5.07 o'clock. Good job by Strathaven there at Savez. The hard count forces that five-yard penalty. Entering tonight's game, Weathers had 643 yards rushing with nine touchdowns. He's now eclipsed 10. He now has 11. His long is now 94 yards, and he's approaching 1,000 yards on the season. Second down and six for the Panthers. Trying to get Marple Newtown to jump. Morris gets the handoff again. He's got the first down, and Morris finally tripped up at the 44. Tobin in on the play. And Dan Payne was also on the tackle. Dan Payne, the senior, on senior night. First down and 10 for Strathaven. Ball is spotted now at the 45. It's going to be a play action. Astavez is looking, looking. He's just going to heave it down the field and throw it in the double coverage intended for number three. That is going to be Foster. Mathis and company in on the play. The crowd comes alive here at Crozier Keystone, Steve. They can smell 9-1. They can smell 9-1. They can smell a playoff berth, a home playoff game, and a Central League title. Only 4-12 remaining. Incomplete pass. Holtz the clock at 4-12. Second down and 10 for Astavez. He's going to look, 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 and he's going to roll to his right. Cooper Moss. Looking for another play. He's just going to heave it down the field. Is it caught? No, out of bounds. Not sure on who the intended wide receiver, though, was on the outside, Steve. I believe that was number 24, Nick O'Connor. Excuse me, number 25 was Mazer, the intended target. Haverford is driving in that game. Ball's handed up to Gutta Morris. He's got some running room and more. He's going to be down in the Marple Newtown territory. Ball's going to be spotted at the 39. Strathaven will not be denied. Touchdown, Haverford. That is a big one. Looks like Haverford... Looks like Haverford just tied up the ball game against Springfield. Yeah, 
Clock continues to run just under four minutes ago here in the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown 33, Strathaven 14. It's going to be a handoff the hill around the outside. He's going to be bottled up and tripped up. Number 54 made the tackle for the Tigers. The senior, Tom Long. So we're getting updates constantly. There's a penalty on the play against Haverford. They're going to negate the touchdown. Handoff goes to 35 of Haven. And the reason why we are on top of this game is not really Central League implications because you get a share of the title regardless. But it is because Marple Newtown could potentially get the two seed, which will guarantee him three playoff uh, home playoff games instead of a three seed of two playoff. But again. You know, regardless, you want to get in the playoffs and anything can happen. Third down and eight for the Panthers. Try and get him. Estevez is going looking, looking. He's going to roll to his left. Tigers trying to get him. He's just going to call his own number and be hit out of bounds. Making a tackle is Luke Cantwell. He's going to be down at the 36-yard line. Mark him out of bounds. 243. Atzavez does a great job rolling outside, trying to make something out of nothing. And four down territory, obviously, for Coach Clancy and this team. Fourth down and six. Strathaven obviously going to go for it, Steve. This could do it. This big play. Strathaven does have three timeouts, though. Foster lined up on the outside. Hills on his left. And he is going to be sacked. Cooper Moss once again. That is his eighth and a half sack of the season. Cooper Moss again and again is in the backfield. Offensive lineman's nightmare. Tigers take over on offense. 2.39 to go. Ball's on the 44. With two yards, Mark Marlon Weathers can be in the record books for his rushing performance tonight. Tigers take over, 239. As a few Tigers check in. Paletti pistol trips to the far side. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers and... He's going to slide his way down to the 50. That's going to be six. Now he's officially in the record book. One of the best games as a Marble Newtown Tiger. Mathis is going to check out. Marone checks in. That should be the night for Mathis. He's now at 254 yards rushing in this one. I don't expect Pele to throw this ball whatsoever. He stops the clock. The Tiger has to tie his shoe. Her shoe falls off, I think. But earlier in the game, it looks like Springfield's going to win this one. Which, at the end of the day, that's all good. And it looks like the student section is heading... Paletti, pistol formation, trips to the far side. Two minutes remain, goes right back to Weathers. He's going to try and bounce it to the outside. He's going to be wrapped up at around the 48-yard line. They're going to stand him up. The clock will continue to run. 
They're going to mark him down at the 47. Give him three. He's now up to 257 yards. Third down and one for Marple Newtown. Weathers checks out. That's most likely the game for him as Fallos relieves him. What a game by that sophomore running back. One more play, and that will do it as there's a buck 20 remaining on the clock. Paletti is going to hand off to Fallos. He's still on his feet. He's going to make two men miss and be finally wrapped down at the 34-yard line. Good job by the junior running back. Nice to see Jack get in there, get a few carries. That's Springfield actually pulls off the win tonight. The hold's at the 41. There is a penalty on the play. Larry, it looks like the the student section is going to storm the field. Yeah, they're all lined up down there at the far end of the uh, far end of the field. It looks like they're gearing up to uh, storm the field. It looks like there's some administrators down there going to attempt to stop them from coming onto the field. Now I'm interested to see. The penalty backs them up to the 49-yard line. There's a minute 12. Whole bunch of stuff going on, Steve. 37 years in the making. I don't know if they're going to douse the coach in Gatorade. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows up the gut. Full head of steam. He's in the Strathaven territory. They're going to mark him down at the 48. Fourth down. They're going to let the clock run. Most likely go for it. What an outstanding Second half by the Tigers, and what a step in the right direction for this program, led by Coach Gicking. It wasn't pretty, Steve, by any means, but they did pull out the victory. And that Gatorade bath is coming. Marple Newtown burns a timeout. We're going to keep it here, though. Marple Newtown's on top, 33-14. to There's only 16 seconds remaining. They're on their way, Steve. I'll let you fill it out. Central League title, program history. Well, can't say enough. Back-to-back nine-win seasons, and they have much more work to do. But let's take one step in the right direction, that's a Central League title. 39 years in the making, some 77 players down there on the field that will talk to the team afterwards. Just an outstanding job in year three, what Coach Gicking has done in this community, in this school, and for this football program. Holding the Gatorade, trying to find Coach Gicking, is big Luke Lazowicki. There's, they're eyeing that coach up. Marple Newtowns, Riley Philman's in the punt. This one away for the Tigers. High snap. Philman continues to boom them, though. Fair catch signal by number five at around the 15-yard line. And they're going to douse Coach Gicking with the water. Marple Newtown's going to go on to the Central League share title, Steve. Great moment. Well deserved for Coach Gicking and for this entire team. Again, chills through my body being part of this program for many years. Uh, Marlboro Newtown is going to get it done. 
Big win for Marple Newtown. That will improve them to 9-1. The Springfield win and Academy Park win will place them third in the five-day playoffs. First down and 10. This will do it. Ball is at the 15-yard line. 10 seconds remaining for Strathaven. This will be the last play of the game. It's going to be a handoff to number 24, and that will do it. Nick O'Connor gets the handoff. Marble Newtown celebrates. They run to that 50 to shake hands to be sports, but that will do it. Marple Newtown improves their record to 9-1. and one. Ties a program history from last year with a 33-14 victory over the Strathaven Panthers. Dave, Central League champs, 39 years. Can't say enough. This is an outstanding step for the program. They're not done, though. Next week, they got a big game. Here at home, we'll see who their opponent is. But let's celebrate now. Let's soak it all in, and let's get ready for next week. Marple Newtown Tigers are Central League champs. Central League champs. They're going to tie the share with Ridley in addition to Springfield that won tonight. So it's going to be a share of the Central League, but it is history that these folks are witnessing in Crozier Keystone Stadium tonight. Marble Newtown will host a playoff game next week here in Grosier Keystone Stadium. We're still going to have to find out who the opponent is, but a big game, none other than Marlin Weathers tonight. 257 yards, two touchdowns for the sophomore running back to propel the Tigers to the victory tonight. Larry, your final thoughts. This is a great great thing to be down here. You got the students rushing the field, celebrating with the team. It's a great feeling. You got a home playoff game coming up next week and it's just uh, it's going to be a good one. Tigers are going to uh, look to go deep in the playoffs this year once again. Now if there's any time to storm the field, I think this is appropriate. I have about over three decades worth, Steve, before they can get that Central League crown. Yeah, this is this is what it's all about. This is what Coach Gicking preaches. We talked about team, community, Tiger pride, and uh, nice to see the student section, this school come together. The Tigers are essentially chance, baby. Steve, a preview. They have all these emotions. Next week is the playoffs, and they will be home. Final thoughts going into next week. Uh, well. You know what? You got to build off of some things. You can't start slow next week. We'll see what happens um, with who the opponent is. I think the official seating will be Sunday morning. But uh, hey, this team can go deep. They have the stability on offense, defense, special teams. They're deep. Of course, they have Anthony Pele. They have guys like Cooper Moss, Christiana. Um, you know, you, you can go down the line. This team is set for a deep playoff run. But you got to start with next week. Go watch film and get ready to go. Congratulations to this entire school, this football program, Coach Gicking, and most importantly, these kids. A big step forward in Marple Newtown history. Coach Gicking in his third season is able to get a share of the Central League crown. Big moment there. 9-1 and one record as Marple Newtown will host a playoff game around the league. One final score, Radner defeats Pancrest. That could determine the later matchups which will impact Marple Newtown.
Next week, the Marple Newtown Tigers will host the first round of the PIAA District 1 playoffs inside Grocer Keystone Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. The Tigers' opponent is to be announced. We'll find out Sunday morning, like Steve said. Live coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network and heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com starting at 6.30. You can read more about this game, get coverage throughout the entire 2016 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts at MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MNTigers and at MNTigers and on Instagram at MNTigers. Color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Larry O'Connor, engineer Sam Snyderman, co-executive producer Greg Pecco, Head football coach Gene Stutz and athletic director Chris Gicking. Game clock operator Craig McKinley. Spotter in the booth Josh Starr. Social media tonight courtesy of Bob Herbin. Statistician Eric Kelling. Social legal services provided by Philip Press, Esquire of Norristown, Pennsylvania. And executive producer Jim Alsman. I'm Dave DePasco for the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. We'll see you next week. Playoff action. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Anthony's at Paxson, DZO Mechanical, the Marble Newtown Football Alumni Association, Gillen and Associates Law Firm, Barnaby's of Havertown, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Rinmar Glass, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!